What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 new world, aka Mr. Coachalini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Radamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy, Mr. EWF, the Black Moses of this and the whole effing show, the best edutainment here on YouTube, CGAC God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We back in here on a Monday after a long weekend, indeed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And the weekend is over. Cheeks have been clapped. Money has been spent. And guess what's due this week? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Your rent's due, mother. And you know how it is. And ladies, if I'm in a bind, Nate. if you're in a bind, talk to your boy. Make sure you come in. Lights on. Socks off in the building. Yes, indeed. We got a great show for you today. We got a great show for you today. I humbly come before you, the benevolent monarch I am. I come to you humbly as the best of the best here. And we ready to go. We got a great show for you today. The rumors running wild like Hulkamania. Steve Harvey, King Simp, he is. New, 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 new world order. The rumors is, or the rumors are, that his wife is out here getting her cheeks clapped by multiple ranch hands. We'll call them ranch hands. And in fact, is having a divorce impending. Now, we're just going to acknowledge the fact, even though it is being reported on what you would consider legit media outlets, we're going to show you the evidence. We're not reporting it as legit. We're still going to report it as a rumor. However, there's still lessons to be learned here. There's still lessons to be learned, and we're going to go through those lessons sometime towards the end of the second hour or middle to the end of the second hour. But what I want you to do right now is hit that like button. That like button must be struck. Strike that like button so we can get more people in here to learn from this as we understand what Blue Pill Rage is, all right? Blue Pill Rage is really, really a problem here because apparently Steve Harvey, according to the rumors, wants to get his hands around uh, big boom. Oh, my goodness. Pause. All right. Apparently, Steve Harvey wants to get his hands and start choking somebody. But if you understand the dynamics of this relationship, Steve Harvey has a history of coming out here. We're going to go through his history. His history doesn't look very good, but he's still out here being King Simp. Yes, he is. New, 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 new world he done world. put on his cape and everybody knows, you know, he's a great actor. Yeah. Here he comes to save the day. He's a great actor. And um, he's been acting all of his life pretty much, and he got it out of the mud. And he chose to marry who he married, and we're just going to go through the entire thing here. It's uh, People have been waiting for this day for a long time for Steve Harvey. Even though it is rumor and innuendo, people can still go and say, damn, Steve Harvey, you got caught out here like that. You got caught. You got caught with your wife out here. In these streets. Yeah, man, she already hitting you with the... This is not even a surprise, but we got to give you ninjas lessons learned. See, we're not a rumor show. We're not a gossip show. We take celebrities sometimes 
in order to teach you because that's how Mickey Mouse Ninjas is going to come in, right? The real, real coach gang member is going to be here regardless. But Mickey Mouse Ninjas that come in here, they're going to come in here with that whole cape on and they're going to be up here. Proud as a hell when y'all ass out here ending up looking like clowns. Remember, we tell you it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And this story proves it indeed. So anyway, I'm not hey, let's get into this. Hey, listen, listen, listen. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash. Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Hey. New, 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 new world order. And we're going to get into the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to our brother. We got, uh, let me make sure he's the first one. Albert Wesker says Steve Harvey is having a blue pill rage moment. He is. Because he might try to get violent. And why would you get violent over an old skeezer? I mean, I'm not saying she's an old skeezer. I just said... As an example, why would you get violent over an old skeezer? I'm, I'm not calling Marjorie an old skeezer, although I'm just saying, why would you get violent over an old skeezer? Listen, JC says, Coach, I snuck my master down out under the cloak of midnight, as you should. Yes, indeed. Yes, as you should. Catfish says, move over Francisco, pass the mic to Steve. All right, he's, he knows his role. Steve, you know your role. We'll talk about Mr. Steve in a minute. And but Mr. Albert says, Coach, can you hit the prices right game over button for the late Bob Barker? Yes. And uh shout out to uh Bob Barker. He has he did. All right, he did. And but shout out to him. Come on down. And apparently, allegedly, he used to tell those little models to come on down, get on them knees. Yes, indeed. He's like, come on down, baby. Come on down shout out to paul mooney all right shout out to the comedian paul mooney um if you never listened to his cds i was on the paul mooney when i was like just out of high school i think i was in high school or just out of high school and um anyway great great material we got elijah in here oh my goodness elijah doubling up started off right he says paying my tuition in the building appreciate you <laughs> let's 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 make the haters mad already. Good lord, he paid this tuition for the week. Good lord, thank you, man. Mike says, "Good morning, CGA. Great money mindset stream last night. Oh man, the money mindset that that was a good stream. We covered a lot of angles, and I missed out on like two things because we were running out of time. I mean, we could have went overtime, but you know, I'm I'm considering I'm considerate of the East Coast people because it's it's pretty late." Um, you know, 10 o'clock by the time we end for the East Coast people. But uh man, money mindset is litty. If you're not on money mindset, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. That's gonna be big in 2024. Pause. All right, it's gonna be big. Shout out to our brother, no government name, but we're gonna call him Wayfarer says you teach us to think critically, uh critically. Admittedly, we are not able to connect the dots, so it becomes necessary to ask questions objectively. You'll agree that this applies. To your take on a lot of things. This is long. All right, this is long. But um, let me see here. Oh, this is, oh, okay. This is from last night. I'm not, okay, this is from, it looks like, is this from today? This is long as hell. <laughs> All right. Um, now, let me come back to that. That's like a coaching question. <laughs> Jesus. All right, here we go right here. That is so long. 
All right, that's what she said. All right, hold on for a second. I can't do that. That's a whole show, Ninja. All right, that's a whole show. All right, let me let me keep the show moving. PayPal. Y'all got to make sure y'all don't take advantage of them long-ass questions and shit. All right, listen, I appreciate it, but I'm not about to derail the show for a long-ass question. Let's, let's keep it moving. All right, Caitlin says, uh, when I first read the rumors to this, I couldn't help but laugh. Is this, if this is true, this couldn't happen to a better guy. Steve has been the Michael Jordan of Simps for the longest. I don't feel sorry for him one bit. Marjorie will get hers, um, and it says right here, but Steve will be done for. Shout out to you. Yes, indeed. All right, uh, let's see here. All right, we got to keep the show moving. This is why I stopped doing the call-in show. All right, and then just be talking and talking and talking. All right, uh, Emmanuel says, here is my here is an espresso kick of the week, Coach. By the way, thank you for the video last Friday regarding black families thriving back in the day. Sad to see how bad we fail, Coach. Yes, and it's mostly uh, people who want you to be low achievers, right? They just want you to do the basics. It's sad. Martin says, Coach, this Saturday, I got effed it. Wait, oh, he said, Coach, this Saturday, I said, F it, and told my gordita girl, I know I wanted to smash her. And he says, so I went Roski and roared inside of her. I'm getting her a plan B later today. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. God dang. He says, we take it where we can get it. All right, your gordita friend came in in the clutch. And, of course, that's why she was your friend. We got two more. <laughs> goodness yikes all right man uh miles says i appreciate your daily message they are much needed in this corrupt society i did come across a podcast to prove your point on how differently women view condomless sex and prove another point on how women love rough sex all right shout out to you uh let me see i'll save it all right i'll save it but yes um when i told you and uh people have been very critical of me when i said condom sex don't count all right, now, I wasn't saying it because it's my opinion. I'm saying it because that's how women think. All right, women think that way. You, you'd be surprised. And they like it rough. Ladies, don't you like it rough? Don't you like it rough? Last one, J. Cool. Please don't be a long-ass message. All right? Oh, Lord. All right, let me come back to that one. <laughs> PayPal ninjas. hi yi yi Remember, I have a show to run. All right, keep it brief. Keep it brief. All right, I appreciate it. All right, no paragraphs. Like one to two sentences on the PayPal. If you want me to read it for real, like I can't read. Like, first of all, I can barely read on the air. Remember that. Are y'all trying to, are, what are y'all trying to do to me? Are y'all really trying to make embarrass me? I mean, y'all like paying money to try to embarrass me? Like, holy shit. Like they'll do, they'll be putting paragraphs on PayPal. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what, what are y'all trying to do? All right. I got a show to run. <laughs> Let's go get Speaking of, let's get into the show. hi yi yi I didn't come here to read. <laughs> Be brief, ninjas. Them coaching calls. Y'all, y'all, y'all got coaching calls, man. Good Lord have mercy. Let's get into the show. We starting off on doom and gloom. CGA, let's get it. Ninjas over there writing college essays and shit. All right, asking questions. All right, I can't read that on the air, man. All right, I can't read it. All right, uh, let's get into the show here. Doom and Gloom CGA to start off with. Uh, this is something that we discuss 
And, uh, oh, you know what? I didn't even set it up. Let me see here. Oh, we'll have to do it live. All right, the one thing I forgot. I forgot something. I forgot to do something. I forgot to set up my share. You was about to see my feed picture collection here in a minute. All right, but uh, let me see here. Let's put this up the right way. All right, there we go right here. There it is right there. Uh, We talked about this on the money mindset, and uh, this is the housing market. Has gotten so unaffordable that Zillow is now offering prospective buyers in Arizona primarily a 1% down payment option. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anything about home buying, um, I do have a real estate license background in real estate mortgages, just a small one. And um, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a big fan of home buyers because they're idiots. I mean, listen, I'd be trying to warn home buyers. I'm like the worst real estate agent of all time, meaning that I'd be like, you're going to do this stupid shit, <laughs> right? A lot of people be living house poor. And one of the things Zillow is trying to do is trying to encourage some goofy ass people. You know, there's going to be a lot of foreclosures that are going to hit the market and they're going to try to get goofy people to scoop up some of these properties. Zillow has over leveraged themselves in many of these markets. And so what they're going to do is encourage some dumb jackasses to 1% down pay on a house. And then, I mean, good Lord have mercy. I mean, like if you're an investor and you see some equity in some of these properties that are going to pop up, if you're overzealous and you still believe in your Airbnb, despite the fact that Scottsdale, Arizona has put a cap, they're trying to put caps on Airbnb in certain residencies. I mean, first of all, like, what, what are we doing here? Listen, this is another move to get Gen Z how they got Gen X. Gen X in 2005 and six got stupid and thought they can afford a lot more house than they needed. And they bought. And now Gen X is now in dire straits financially over generally and generally. Now Gen Z and the young millennials, they want to buy houses too. They want to live the American dream too. And this is one of the things that they're going to push out here, specifically in Phoenix. But this possibly might go nationwide as 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 I'm assuming the interest rates are still going to be hiked up. They're still going up. All right. Don't don't think they're going to cut them anytime soon. Now, this is just a guess, educated guess. But we're still in a situation where interest rates probably going to steadily increase. You get a 1% down payment only thinking about your monthly payment. I mean, this is you're basically having no equity in the house and good luck. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Good luck on that one. I think if anybody does that, you're an absolute moron unless you're in some prime position to invest. Prime, prime. All right, making that, that's not a way to make it affordable. And here it is right here. Zillow introduces 1% down payment option to entice prospective buyers. Not I, not I. And anybody who doesn't know the standard going rate for a down payment is 20% as of like 1970. Although prices of houses have gone up skyrocketed, right? It's much different than it was 50, 60 years ago. I get it. I get it. So you want to get in there. Now, people typically, the average that people put down is between 8 and 9% close to 10%. Not many people put 20 down, right? They put about 8 to 10% just to get in. Uh, but there's some strategies around that for an FHA, VH loan. It could be lower as 3.5%. But anything under 20% typically is going to have PMI, uh, which is uh, private mortgage insurance. Mortgage insurance, you obviously have to have enough cash liquidity to afford repairs um, that might come, that they're most likely going to come. So you must also be in a situation where you can get and take advantage of equity. And you may have to be in a position where you don't have to do a cash out refi or a HELOC somewhere in the first five years because you're only paying the first 12 12 years is only going to be interest anyway. 
right? So you're only paying interest anyway. So you want to make sure that you have equity. In this situation, I don't see how this is going to work for the average lemming who can barely afford housing. This is a dumbass move. Now, listen, you do you. You do you, but I'm going to do me. All right. Uh, and oh, by the way, the interest rate going to be significantly higher on that loan, more than likely, than the average going rate. So you think the rate's going to be 7%, which is the average going rate right now. But on the 1% down payment, that shit going to be 10%. All right. Shit going to be. <laughs> And you have to have credit score over 660. So that eliminates a lot of you ninjas. Yeah, that eliminates a lot of you ninjas for sure. All right, let's get to this one right here. Allegedly in the doom and gloom segment. Hold on for a second. All right, I didn't put up my banner. All right, I didn't put up my banner. I got to be professional here. I'm a professional. Doom and gloom CGA. Um, apparently there's a recording of a class in Texas. This is a secret recording. Somebody snuck it out of the public school indoctrination camp. Uh, let's see if we can pop it up on the screen. Uh oh, they they took the clip. New 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 world order. All right, play the clip. And you can right. take. Your- oh, you can't see the clip now. There it is, right there. Apparently, a student uh, got a secret recording out of one of their classes, and I'll let you take a look for it and provide commentary after the fact. Your time deciding that for yourself. Go ahead and grab your packet. Um, does anyone want to share what their gender is? I believe you that you don't want to share. You are not a talkative class. Does anyone want to ask any questions about this? Okay, we're going to hop into what trans is. Transgender is when the doctor decided you are a certain gender. And this is America. This is y'all's country. So when you send your kids to school, they're not learning math or English. They sit in an interrogation room being questioned about their gender. New, 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 new world. All right. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, there, uh, a Texas class is indoctrinated. I don't know if this is a sex ed class. I don't know if this is a class before English class, but for some reason they're teaching your kids this in your school. And of course, nothing's free. We teach men nothing's free. We tell men in the 48 laws, laws of power, law number 40, despite the free lunch, despise the free lunch, I believe is law number 40 guys. You guys got to understand that when you hand your kids over to the well, they're not your kids, they're the state's kids anyway. But when you hand them over, they are going to be indoctrinated. 90% of people send their kids to, to public school. All right, some private schools are engaging in this behavior as well. So people are considering homeschool. But um, this should not be a part of the school curriculum, in my opinion. I don't care uh, no matter what. But of course, you guys can't do anything about it because you're lemmings. New, 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 new world order. All right, this is a little bit overboard. Um, let's go on to the next thing right here. We have this to report on because a lot of people were talking about it last week. Uh, the mainstream media saying, don't believe the doomsdayers. Okay, don't believe CGA. And look at that flatback right there. I don't mean to show her on the screen. It says right here, don't believe the doomsdayer. New COVID outbreak is mild masks don't help. I heard that before. All right, listen. All right, when the media said, oh, this is an opinion. All right, this is an opinion piece. Uh, whatever the media reports, it's going to be the opposite. All right, so listen. All right, they even Dr. Fauci was like, the mask don't work. Then he was like, the mask will help you. He, the mask will help you with some spittle. All right, listen, man. Come on, man. Listen, I know a good coup when I see one. I know a good opportunity when I see one. And I'm not believing this shit. So uh, get your ass geared up 
and ready because 2024 about to be litty out here. New, 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 new world order. All right, about to be litty. All right, that's our doom and gloom for today. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got lots of people in here. We have over 2,000 people in here just on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And we have people on the Notorious channel. We have simulcasting on Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Shout out to everybody on these platforms. Do me a favor, hit that like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes right now on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. All right, that is a must before we move on. But we're going to get to straggle and sniggle in a minute. Let's get it. All right, coming up here, let me catch up on some earlier contributors to the day show, man. Give me them likes. Just give me the likes. Don't press the scroll. All right, shout out to No Government Name says thanks for the continuing message. I just ended a year-long relationship with a manipulative, selfish woman who hated me watching you and tried to control me. I feel so free and have been having a blast in these streets. Shout out to the free agent lifestyle. Indeed. Hey, my man having fun out there in these streets, and I'm sure you got 10 toes up at the junior college. All right. Shout out to House of Haas. House of Haas says, uh, uh, name something a pimp folds and wait, wait, name something a pimp folds and puts in the fridge for Steve. The answer leftovers for Steve. Yeah. A pimp's leftover 304 is what Steve married. L O L. Yikes. And he says the coach can't read public school education. Y'all. He says, don't give him flashbacks to history class where he had to read in the front of the class. All right. Yeah. They had to put me up in the front of the class. Oh, what page we on? You know how you was like, what page we on? <laughs> you wasn't even paying attention. Sliding back down there. They ain't going to see me. All right. What do we got here? Uh, we got, uh, let's see here. He, 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 yeah. Flash says plan B don't work on gorditas. By the way, did you guys know I'm here to educate you? I'm not here to put shame on people. I'm not here to call people names. Education. Listen up. Birth control doesn't work as well. On overweight women. This is. This is a hundred percent. This is damn near true. They got to get like. Five times the. Five times the. um. They need five times the punch. On birth control. Okay. You understand that right. I mean there's data to prove this. There's data to prove this. I've actually done shows on this. I've done shows on so much stuff. People be bringing me old stuff. I'll be like, I talked about that in 2020. Birth control don't work on big women. Mm. <laughs> so be careful, ninja. You think you think them you think them Gordita's gonna gobble down Plan Bs and it's gonna work? Please. All right, please. Uh, Principi says, "Simp got down. His wife is a part of the Train Yang gang, and that's confirmed." Train Yang. <laughs> right, the dosage. Yeah, I couldn't even think. Five times the dosage, the punch. They need, I'm, listen, I know I'm going to have to pull it up because people think I'm mad. You know, you're talking about, I'm not shaming. I'm not shaming. I did an entire show on this one. Hold on for a second. Because I got to pull it up because people think I mess. Yeah, here we go right here. It says right here, most methods, uh, it says right here, uh, the patch and 
and emergency contraceptive pills. Hold on for a second. Let me just show you right here. That's right here. Uh, 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 let me pull it up for you, for you goofy people right here. That's right here. According to a 2018 review, most methods of birth control are effective for women with obesity, except, except the birth control patch and emergency contraceptive pill, a.k.a. Plan B. Y'all see it right here on the screen. You see it right here. Nah, it don't work, Ninja. You, hey, man, you going to... It ain't gonna work, Ninja. So, uh, shout out to our brother here that you know reminded us, Ninja. She just gonna eat them like uh, Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> she gonna eat them like flip up Flintstone vitamins. You gonna have you a baby? Okay, it's gonna be your baby right here. Yeah, your baby coming up. I'm a baby. Shout out to uh, who is this in here? Shout out to Flash reminding us. Don't skeet in overweight women because it's. I'm just saying. Skeet on them. All right, ETC ready to work. Good morning, coach and that gang. He says, I accidentally talked about you to some weak-minded hope strategists, and they don't like my coach. My response was laughing at these wishful thinkers. He says they need the free agent lifestyle badly. Free agent lifestyle for life. Interesting. It's, it's odd that so many people know me. They know of me. It's like I have a million subs, right? Because everybody... Everybody knows of me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, you could talk to them, and they'd be like, oh, I know that mother sucker. Oh, I know that sucker. I know that jive turkey. I know that no good bug eye fish eye fool. <laughs> they be going crazy. Now, speaking of, dude, I don't watch my analytics. It's one of the things. Like, I don't, you know, I get a D or a C minus in watching my analytics, and I get an F in communicating. Like, I don't communicate with much people off you know, once I hit the live button off, once I turn it off, I'm done. Out of sight, out of mind. Like, I don't try to collab with people. I don't talk to content creators behind the screen too much, right? Um, but the funny thing is, I realized I had a viral YouTube short. <laughs> I was like, what? I realized it on accident. I was logged into my other channel. I posted the shorts on my Coach Greg Adams channel. I was wondering where all those subscribers came from. I got like 5,000 subscribers like in the last week. <laughs> so I was like, I have no idea. But I was logged on to my other channel and I saw a suggested, uh, suggested video, a YouTube short. And I was like, oh, that looks like the video I did, right? And it didn't say my name. It just was a video. And I clicked on it. It was mine. It had 1.5 million views. I was like, oh, I guess I went viral. I wasn't paying attention. I literally don't be paying attention. I went viral on TikTok and I wasn't even paying attention. It was like my last post. I, I posted something on TikTok and I was like, man, I'm tired of TikTok. I took like a week and a half, two weeks off. I come back. The video went nuts. I was like, oh, I literally don't pay attention, <laughs> right? I'm not paying attention to what the videos do. All right. So uh, that's one of the things that I need to work on for 2024. I'm going to work on that. But uh, the point I was making is a lot of people see me and I really don't understand. I go back after I do my show, I'll be sitting on my couch eating cheese and crackers, not paying attention. <laughs> I don't be paying attention. I don't know who commented on my shit. I don't know who watching it. I just put the shit out there. I close the app. I go about life. I'll be in the backyard smoking a cigar, eating, eating us uh, um, uh, cheese and crackers. <laughs> I don't even know, man. 
I don't even know. I don't, I need to start paying attention to what's going on here. Somebody says five, five million. Oh, I, that happened on Twitter. I went on Twitter. I scrolled down and a video got like 7 million views. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue. That shit was crazy, man. I was like, what? <laughs> and I clicked the comments. I was like, damn, they going in on me. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I was like, this is a cold ass world. Where are we at? Yeah, I be cooking brisket. I'm telling you, man, I'm really disconnected. Like I'm on YouTube. Once I'm off YouTube, I'm not connected. I just post it. I just be posting shit like this. Post, post, post. But of course, of course, uh, nachos. All right, what are we doing here? Um, Floyd Holt says, did you see the video I posted on Locals of your point of view in Asia about the big contract win in your future? I did not. I better check on that. All right, Big Al says, coach, getting a 1% down home loan does nothing to make housing more affordable. It means the buyer is paying more interest over the long term. Are the normies really this dumb? The answer is yes. They are this dumb. Yes, they are. This is why when I talk about housing, news will be like, well, all you have to do is, and I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Normie's going to do normie shit. You know what I mean? Normie's going normie. You can't help them. You can't help them. They'll take they'll take a thousand dollar car loan, eight years, nine years. They'll do a forty year loan. Do thirty year mortgage is often ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous. Like I'm not taking one. Dude, I've seen. I worked in mortgages when people was like, "Oh no, just state it, state your income, state your assets, do a interest only payment," and they had it, that shit figured out until guess what happened? All right, the shit went underwater. Normies are goofy. All right, they're goofy. Rational Rationality says, my 304 teacher taught me how to clap cheeks. Price is wrong. So you were assaulted by your teacher. Well, listen, I'm going to come back to that. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We still got to do this. Let's get it. Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up. We got a great Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got grannies gone wild. Who's ready for these grannies out here going wild? Here we go. To wrap you in. Woo-wee. My warm embrace. Who, who like them grannies? All right, who like them grannies? These grannies been wild, and some of your grannies was out here. They was straight up flappers. They was uh, at the Freak Neek. They was, um, you know, they was down there at the uh, Free Love. Let's look at what this granny out here doing. Take a look here. We'll turn the audio off. Uh-oh, she out here fanning her punani. Oh, man. Lord have mercy, Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis, chill the fuck out. What are you, um, what is she fanning, fam? She got that thing out there just boiling. She need to get that, she need to get a little air on that thing. She need to air that thing out. By the way, ladies, that's why you wear skirts and dresses. People think, I'm going to be not feminist. I'm going to wear Hillary Clinton pants. I'm going to wear pants everywhere and leggings. Nah, you need to air that thing out. All right, this is why women wear cotton panties and skirts and dresses so they can get some wind up under the wings. You know what I mean? They got to get some, 
She got to fan that thing down. That thing got calm down, baby. Maybe she hot watching them football players out there. I have no idea what these grannies out here doing. Hey, ch- hey, granny, I got something for you right here. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Damn, granny. <laughs> Maybe she saw a CGA show. Maybe she was like, that CGA is real handsome. All right, these grannies out here, Buck Wildland, let's take you over to the Alpha Kappa Alpha site, Beta Sci-Fi. All right, fraternity dance here. Here's the fraternity reunion with the AKAs and the old Omega Sci-Fis. Let's take you to the scene of the crime. You say, short dog. Oh, we can't play the music. Oh, oh, wow, get low. Granny, what is, oh my goodness, Granny. What are you? Oh, the humanity. Oh, the saggy waggies. What in the saggy waggy? Man, she, what the hell? Man, chill. Hey, yo, chill, son. Yeah, take it back to that, man. Do something decent. These grannies, man, these women out here living reckless out here. You supposed to be, what are you doing? Hey, man, who granny? Who nana is this? (laughs) Yo, what the hell? Oh, my goodness. This is absolutely despicable. This is despicable, classless, absolutely disgusting behavior. It's not only that, it's abhorrent and reprehensible. It is disrespectful and disgraceful. Granny, you know better than this. And what? No, we're okay, Granny. Listen, listen, listen. All right, come on, man. These girls out here hot with it, baby. To wrap you in <laughs> my warm embrace. Oh, my goodness. These grannies, man. Calm down. Calm down out here, man. They, they seeing these young girls out here throwing that thing. And now... They got y'all need to see the problem is y'all still going to smash granny. Y'all still going to smash these grannies. All right. And these grannies know it. So these grannies going to tell you right now, let this granny tell you about what she got. And, uh, you know, they know what they value is right here. Tell them granny. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh my goodness. Mm. Granny. Granny, That's too much information at dinner, Granny. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, not at dawn. I mean, really? Oh, we're not real gone. Yeah, man, we're not going to talk about this, Granny. It don't, it don't at all. I mean, I heard the phrase, your shit don't stink. But now, this woman's claiming that it hers don't stink at all. I mean, I'm, listen. I know better than to trust Granny about what she got going on right here. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh, Jesus. Man, listen. I'm trying to do a show here. I'm trying to keep the grannies in order. Grannies, I'm trying to get these young girls in order over here, and the grannies are going wild. These grannies are going wild. Got y'all ninjas out here simping. All right, uh, let me see what I got up in here. Uh Uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh, my next video got taken down on Twitter. What happened? They deleted the tweet. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, let's take it to some Sniggles. Apparently, these Sniggles are out here definitely desperate in the pen. All right, and ladies, do you send a letter to the pen? All right, your your homeboys in the pen? Send a letter to the pen to your boy. Here we go. Let's look at what these guys are doing. All right, somebody snuck a vape pen. Oh, no, man. Them brothers said... All right, I got to get high in here. Oh, I don't know. I don't I don't support this, man. You don't you don't want to get a ca- extra couple of days locked up in in the hole. 
for doing this, man. Yo, man. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You can't sneak it. I wonder how he got that vape pen in. All right? I wonder how he got the vape pen in. But this nigga out here, he like, I need me some of that, brother. Blow me that. You know he got, he. you know he smelling like weed. You know he got in trouble. You know he got in trouble. All right. Uh, DJ Academics, allegedly. DJ Academics, shout out to him. Uh, he's Coach Gang. I know you, Coach Gang. I know you watch. Trying. You coach gang for life. Uh, here it is right here. They're saying that this is DJ Academics, one of his girlfriends. Uh, they got kicked out of Dave Chappelle. Now, I don't know what happened here. Sometimes, you know, you don't keep your hoes in check. They act up. But also, when you're dealing with skeezers and straggle daggles, taking them out to nice shit, they act up. So be careful who you associate with. I know she was thick. I know she got ass. But them girls are for the bedroom only. They're recreational material only. They're not for dates. You don't treat them well. All right? You don't treat them well. Let's let's take a look at what happened here. All right. Wait, man, ASAP. What is he talking about? This nigga think he got... <laughs> Hey, look. Before I met this nigga, I been Young and Turn. He talking about some. I got her the best tickets to see Dave Chappelle. Nigga, this not little baby. We're not like saying that. We're not on a PJ. We're not. All right, and so he got a young hoe out here. Out here, he was gonna treat her nice. This is why you don't treat young girls nice. All right, you treat them like recreational material. If you want to take some girl out to something nice that they're gonna appreciate, you take somebody with some culture and some understanding and some damn home training. So he got a skeezer out here. He tried to impress a skeezer, and she's unimpressed. She's like, Dave Chappelle, who? All right, Dave Chappelle. He's like, wait a minute. She went to the show like, wait a minute. Who are you? All right, she went to the show like, I don't care about Dave Chappelle. See, Dave Chappelle is a Gen X thing. It's more of a millennial, older millennial thing. She don't give a shit. She's just a young skeezer. Now, they, she she out here saying, this ain't little baby. You should have took me to the little baby concert. Now she out here going to do what? She's going to what? She's going to uh, mess up the entire show. Let's go ahead and play it. We're not on a private jet. We're in fucking New York. Okay, because your fans be talking shit, and you don't feel no need to defend me. So I got to defend myself. Get off your Hold on, who this nigga in the fucking crowd talking about? I need to be quiet. Oh, man. See, you can't, you can take them out of the ghetto, but can't take the ghetto out of the bitch. You know, what's happening is she's disrupting the show. So the people are saying, hey, you got to shut up. You probably can't even record at the show. So she's recording. She's being loud mouth and security's telling her to shut up and she won't. I don't need y'all to say shit to me. None of y'all. All right, allegedly, this is the young girl, the young skeezer, and apparently that's Big Act right there with security in tow. He's dressed to the nines. Shout out to Big Act. All right, and there's the skeezer right there. There's the skeezer. All right, come on, man. You can't treat skeezers well. They don't know how to be treated well. You first have to train the skeezer. Like, make sure she goes to home training. All right, take her to home economics class. All right, teach her some culture. Teach her how to have some compliance. Teach her some um, decorum. All right, you can't just put a dress on the skeezer and take her out to nice shows. All right, you got to have some decorum out here and tell you right here. That's there she is right there. Brothers, brothers, you guys are always asking me how to vet women. All right, first of all, if they're from the ghetto, take them to home training. Do not just start taking them out to nice dinners. They don't know how to act. When they ask for the super salad, she says, yes, you want super salad? Yes, I do. Trust me. I've had this. I've taken a young, nice piece of calico out to dinner and they, 
I know this is a joke on the internet. I've had that happen. I was a young piece of calico. She was cute. She was just not trained. She was well, she was a, a very quiet woman. Took her out. They asked for the super salad. You want super salad? She says yes. I mean, I swear to God. I know this is not this is not an internet joke. It's happened to me. All right, so um, you got to get them some home training first before you take them to night shit. All right, speaking of uh, home training, what is going on with this woman right here? This is absolutely despicable. Man, they getting hot out here, and ninjas is starving. Oh, my goodness. Good Lord. What are we doing? I think we have a sick sickness out here. We have a sickness. You know ninjas is still going to hit. Shout out to the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. We need to get these. We, get, we need to get women back under control. Like, listen. I mean, I'm not a person to tell you, listen, I'm not, some of y'all going in on it. What are we doing in our society, man? Our world needs to go down. What are we doing? Look, she does Oh, my God. Her teeth is rotten. What country is that? Let me get my passport. Let me get my passport right now. I'm going. All right, $30 holla right there, $30 holla. What country is that? What country is that? Man, this is a disgraceful time to be alive, but God will flood us at one particular point. All right. Oh, I didn't mean to put, put that in, but that's the next part of the show. I don't know what tweet got deleted. I'm kind of upset about that, but let's get continue with the show. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to catch up on some here. Juan Primera says AM gave you, oh, AM gave you props last night on your loyal following coach gang. Shout out to the Angry Man Army, the Beano Nation, and shout out to Angry Man. All right, he got me into this business, all right? He got me into this business, all right? When he was in the car doing car videos, I was like, I'm going to be like him, all right? Shout out to him. Shout out to Mike says, good morning, CGA. Great money mindset stream last night. All right. Did PayPal chill out? PayPal, two sentences. PayPal ninjas is running. All right. All right. Two sentences only. All right. We got our man, oh, Rational Rally. Uh, sorry. Condoriano. He says, that thing percolating, coach. It's time for the percolator. Hey, ladies, do not bring me some percolated peace leave. All right. Do not bring me no percolated peace leave. Right, like that's all I ask, or I'm gonna make you jump in the shower. Like, don't give me that straight from work, uh, sex. You'd be like, hey, let's meet, let's meet up together. Okay, what time? Eight o'clock. All right, you at work all day. You sitting down on that thing. It's just. Then you rush over to my crib to make it, make it by eight, and I start kissing your neck, and your neck is salty. I automatically know I'm going down there. It's about the smell. Like the funk of 40,000 years. Mm. <laughs> All right. It's about to smell like a funk of 40,000 years. It's about to be, as soon as I taste that salt on your neck, I'm like, this is about to be a long ass day. Because that thing then percolated all day. And now you want to toss that thing to me. Nope. Going to get in the shower. <laughs> get in that shower. Yep. Or shower that poom poom before you bring it over. Do not be here with you at work all day. It's just sitting there. You just sitting on top of it. And then want to throw that thing. Uh-uh. Uh. You then went through breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
and then brought that over without uh, without a shower? Okay, come on now. Come on. I have standards here. <laughs> All right, I have standards. Because I jumped in the shower before you came over. I got in there. Sizzo says, Coach, uh, where's Sizzo? He says, LOL, sorry, man. He says, your boy have been working hard to move into my first apartment. This week, big things are coming. Get a PayPal Ninjas the A-Yo Chill. Yes, indeed. A-Yo Chill, son. All right, I'm going to have to do special streams for PayPal, guys. All right, you'd be like, all right, I have a long question, coach. All right, let me check. Oh, damn. Let me check on Venmo. Check on Venmo. All right, I hate that I have to do all this. He says, IDK, man, what? He says, he says, how much I got to pay you to stop playing that granny video? Which one? The, the, <laughs> which granny video? All right, which one did you not like? Oh, the humanity. He says, I can't handle, a, he says, I can't handle a lot, but not that, brother. He says, we must stay focused, Coach Gang. I think you meant you can handle a lot. Which one? You didn't like, uh, you didn't like uh, uh, Paula Dean telling you that she don't stank? Macaroni told me, says, the streamy awards were last night, yet CGA did not even get a mention. He says, award shows got ain't got no love for the West Coast. You ain't got no love for the West Coast? He says, F them all. He says, come to the free agent lifestyle. By the way, shout out to Kai Sinat for winning the streamer of the year. Of course, I haven't paid attention to Nanny Goat, so maybe that's not why. Maybe that's not why. All right. Actual King Smith says, for the Mitch Ninja Fund, keep up the message, CGA. We here. We here. I appreciate you. Jim Rat says, appreciate every minute of your content. That was from yesterday. Hey, we got a girl. No, we don't. It's somebody using their mama's account. He says, the game on these XXs. Shout out for the game on these XXs. I don't know what name to call you, but it sounds like you use your mama's account. Dr. AMG, here's some tea for the Raiders game. And shout out to you for the preseason Raiders game. All right, climbing back into this show. Climbing back into this show. We have, we're getting closer to the main event. We're getting closer to the main event. I know we have 20, we had like 27,000 people in here. But now it's down to 2,600, 2.6K. But there are people coming in and out. I understand. Do you guys want me to jump into this dear future wife? What is your future wife doing? We're almost at the main event. What is your future wife doing out here? This is what I ask men all the time. Because, you know, um, I know what some of your future wives are out here doing. I know a lot of them are in binds. Now, I'm going to show you something that might might irritate the red pill ragers. It might irritate the angry men. Not angry man, but angry men. It might irritate the virgins and the incels, right? It might irritate you. But I have to show you this. Apparently... Your boy, Chris Breezy, your boy, Chris Breezy out here got these girls lined up. Take a look. Take a look. Um, Apparently, I don't know if this is a party. Having a party. Is this a party? Is this a boat? Is this a sugar daddy with a boat? Apparently, they lined up some of your future wives is out here. Some of your girlfriends is out here. Boy, some of your girls, some of your daughters is out here. Your niece. In these streets. The 80-20 rule. Oh, look at this ninja out here showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. They lined up to be next to the top contender, Chris Breezy, and they don't care if he got problems with, you know, I'm not gonna say it. But they lined up. 
All right, Locals Gang already knows. Take a look. He got them all shapes and sizes. He got them yellow, brown, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. All right, he got them all. He got not white, nor red, nor black, nor brown from the boogie down. And then the dude trying to get leftovers is in there. The starving ninjas in here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Hey, man, that's a lot. And he gets his pick. You, on the other hand, got a run game. All right, I'm a run game with my mouthpiece, ninja. Uh-uh, what you need is some status and some money. All right, that's going to be it right there. Got them lined up. All right, he got them all lined up. Smelling like Black and Miles, uh, Sephora, cheap-ass perfume, and desperation. Yes, they are. They are desperation. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Uh, a couple of people's rent's going to get paid, too. too. A couple of people's rent's going to get paid. But meanwhile, you can't get a hold of look at you. Yeah, man, it gets tough out here, man. I realize it. But the rules apply. The 80-20 rule is now the 90-10. Okay, listen. It didn't take very much for these girls to get up and get dressed and shave their legs. Okay. <laughs> Boy, they coming in here. Now, allegedly, some of these girls are uh, allegedly his dancers. Listen, he don't have 50 dancers at all. There's like 50 women lined up right here. But these are some of your future wives. These are girls that that some dude back where they were is like my girlfriend's going on a play and I trust her. She's going on vacation in Jamaica. I trust her. All of these girls got mad simps. All of these girls got sugar daddies and boyfriends at the crib. All of these girls are going to be single and lonely by 45. You know what I mean? But at the in the meantime, they're going to have some fun. They definitely about to have some fun out there. How does that make you feel, gentlemen? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel good. I'm like, oh, I better get to work. All right, because the dating market is monetized, and it is what it is. And you can ask Giz. And uh, speaking of, firefighters are getting the same treatment, apparently. Let's take a look at what your future wives are doing. Kaylee style. Here it is. Look at this. We got girls that met up with some firefighters. Let's see what goes on in the station. Oh, man, Lord have mercy, flatbacks everywhere. I mean, Lord have mercy. Smelling like pumpkin spice latte and uh, cheap-ass perfume, too. But he got his hands all on her hips. He got them hands up on them hips. When he dip, I dip, you dip. All right, my man got his hands on all these. These are your future wives out here, man. What they out here doing? Look at the firefighters with the mustache. And uh, this one, like, here, she going. She going. She going right to the pole right there. That one right there. Uh-oh. Oh, the other one got a sense of morality all of a sudden, but they all got the 304 uniform on. Here we go. Uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. The one right here going. And this dude got a whole wife and kids at the crib. She don't care. She getting folded right now. She going, and uh, you guys will be like, not my girl. Not my girl. You're, you're trying to promote high body count. <laughs> mm. And your girl out there getting her self-tossed, man. She getting tossed out there. She like. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. He going to fold. He folding Kaylee right here. He folding for shiggity. He folded for shiggity, but you going to get her in. And that's you. After about 15 years on the marketplace. By the way, these girls look no older. They, they look like underage 21-year-olds. 
All right. That's a joke for the new people here. These are definitely underage 21 year olds. All right. So uh, they have no problem being in the marital man's laugh. And <laughs> they out here in the streets. Yo, future wives, ladies and gentlemen, what are your future wives doing right here? There they are. There they are. All right. Next one. Do we have more future wives? Oh, yeah. What's your future wife right here? Apparently, uh, this is an older photo, but we got to play it. Apparently, uh, some girls go to a hockey game. They said, hey, my best friend plays for the Boston Bruins. Who ha- when was the last time they won a Stanley Cup? My friend, my whole friend plays for the Boston Bruins. And you're like, your friend? Oh, no, we were just friends. Well, apparently, they were not just friends. Apparently, this sign, if you can't read it, I'll try to read it out. It says, Tyler, number 19, we slobbed on your knob in high school. Do you remember me? Ninja, good Lord. They ain't trying to hide it either, (laughs) y'all. Tyler remembers, apparently. I think Tyler remembers. He definitely remembers under the bleachers down in the back behind the auto shop building. He definitely remembers back in Woodshop when he used to go in the teacher's office, which was his football coach's office. <laughs> Yo, 2011, Boston Bruins. All right, I thought it was later than that. Shout out to them. Man, they ducked sick. They, tugged, they ducked Tyler sick in high school, and they showed up to the game like, hello, Tyler. Can we duck your sick again? Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, boy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, boy, it's it's getting harder and harder for you guys out here. Uh, what is your future wives doing? Apparently, this guy took a video. Uh, remember, there's, there's going to be high school girls in here just to let you know. People got triggered. They were like, these are children. They're certainly not children. But, but this guy went through his high school uh, friends Instagram, and then he took a video of them in real life. Just so you know, I don't want to hear anybody come in here. Well, these are young girls. They're underage, 13-year-old. These are like, no. But here it is right here. Let's go ahead and play it. And some of you guys that are in high school, Gen Z, you know what I'm talking about. Well, they started school already, but let me play it. Well, we get on Instagram, and this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram, and this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram, and this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram, and this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram, and this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram. And this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram. And this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram. And this is what we get in real life. This is what we get on Instagram. And this is what we get in real life. We get Alright, so the video, this is what we get on Instagram. This is what we get in real life is trending. As you can see, 236,980 likes and a whole bunch of comments. All right, and some people are coming in defending them, the simps. They are still pretty, all right, because they're pretty young. That's why. Wait till they get older, and it'll be a whole nother thing. Oh, the humanity. All right, a lot of them girls put packing on weight right now. So you already know they're going to blow up like the Pillsbury biscuit can. They're going to blow up like the, uh, the yeah, they're going to blow up. What, what did I used to say? They're going to pop like the P- Pillsbury biscuit can? We already know that. Um, and uh, this, there's a stark difference. There's definitely a stark difference as their presentation versus who they are in reality. And remember, Instagram is mostly a highlight film, and they're mostly going to take pictures of themselves when they're all dolled up. Now, I'm quite interested as to why these young women are 
dress so maturely, right? You know, but this is the dynamic between uh, men and women, right? Women tend to want to be, uh, look older when they're younger. And then when they're older, they want to look younger. Men vice versa, right? And, you know, we tend to try to maintain our youth for, for as long as we can because we think that's where it's better, but it's actually better when we're older. But uh, as you can see, this is not just a problem for the modern dating market. It is a problem for men in high school and or college. Uh, and what's happening is the sexual marketplace dynamic is just off tilt. Um, you know, I have kids this age. I have young kids this age, children. And uh, what happens is, at a certain age, you know, these kids went to elementary and middle school together. But then when these girls start turning 13, 14, 15, they start gathering a lot bigger Instagram following. Now, the young boys in the school cannot, even if he's a good athlete, he cannot gather this following. So he's seeing people skyrocket over the summer in Instagram followers, and they're doing certain things. Trust me, I've seen it. I've seen my kids' friends that I knew in elementary school, all of a sudden they're in high school, and it's like, wow, that's crazy. All right, but this is what happens. It's a part of the sexual marketplace dynamic. All right, younger women tend to evolve and mature. They tend to want to dress. They tend to do their hair, makeup, style, and then they want to show and demonstrate it, right? Their body starts to develop. Then they tend to want to show more of their body. This is what happens. Men don't develop until later, and much of the development and attention they're going to get is based on what they do. Status, attention, money, it's based on what they do. And so if they never become anything, they're pretty much out. If they start to become anything, then they can get a little bit more accolades. They got to have a talent. They got to have a tool. They have to have something to be able to garner attention. So young boys feel like they it's an unfair balance with social media. But this is what their future, the, the point of this episode is, what is your future wife doing? What is your future wife doing? All right, there it is right there. Your future wives is out here. Some of these girls were definitely still cute, but it is what it is. All right, your future wives are out here at high school age showing themselves, boy. Now, who who are their followers? You have to ask, who is following these people? Like, you have to ask. It's And it's not, look at the, and look at the teacher. Uh-oh, teach. Look at the teacher. He got caught. Teacher got caught. Teacher got caught. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. Wait a minute. Who is this ninja right here? Niggas always gotta show they this ninja got caught. Who are you talking to, teacher? Why are you hanging out with the girls here? Hmm. You look suspicious, fam. <laughs> ninja got caught in 4K talking to one of the girls that he follows on Instagram. Interesting. Teacher like... Professor Clapcheeks got caught. <laughs> yeah, their father's friends be watching, following them too because they followed them when they were in fifth grade. And now they're like, in 10th grade, they're like, oh my Lord. <laughs> Coach, Coach Clapcheeks, what are you doing, fam? Listen, I can't say that about him. I coach high school girls and I coach college girls. So I won't put that on him. I won't put that on him. <laughs> All right. Skipping on, we got, uh, oh, no, sorry. This is not it. This is the last segment, your future wife, and we'll get on to the main event because I know you're patiently waiting. Uh, this is what your future wife becomes. Let's figure out what your future wife becomes. And, uh, gentlemen, this is what you have to look forward to when they say, 
Well, who's going to be there when you die? You're going to die alone. This is what you have to put up with. Four years I've had you. You think I'm going to give you up now? I ain't got time to train another one. Is finger loaded? What? Got finger. Is it loaded? You fix it and shoot me with it. Is your finger loaded? No, it ain't loaded. But I can get it loaded. Put him. Right. 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 You better behave. Right now, kick his butt off the bed. Damn, get kicked off the all bed. All you gotta do is ask me. I'll get up and go. <laughs> oh damn. He said all you gotta do is ask him. He'll get up and go. <laughs> oh man, they're in love. There goes love. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. I want to know something. Uh oh I want to know something. Where the hell would you go? <clears throat> tell me. I got several places. Oh. Well, tell me where they are. Uh-oh. So I can call them and make arrangements oh, for you. Janine, Deborah, <laughs> oh. Elizabeth, <laughs> and the one other little cutie pie. Oh, he got hoes. Shout out to, look at Grandpa. He got cutie pies, man. He be at the junior college. <laughs> this is what happens. You're going to die alone. <laughs> yeah. He like player, player from the Himalayas. I got be flatbacks out here. I got a girl. I got a girl. She 55 years old. She 55, man. I got some young cuties out here. She like, where you going to go? See, women, all women think you ain't got no hoes. Remember, you got to keep your hoes. I'm just telling guys, always keep your hoes. Women think you ain't. Where you going to go? He like, shit, I got Tanya, Tanisha, Tammy, Malisha. All right. Cindy, the trail. I got hoes in different area codes. You got, hey, man, I was in the military. I got hoes in the Philippines. I got hoes in Vietnam. I got hoes in, in, in France. I got hoes in Germany. I dropped down on Normandy on D-Day. I got holes in Germany. Yes, indeed. They still believe in me. All right, here we go. <laughs> look, look. That's what happens, man. Look at this. She's sitting up there like, I'm not happy. You can't make them happy. 45, 80 years in, 65 years of marriage, and you still getting looked at like this by your wife. He said, freak a leak. <laughs> right? Yep. All right. <laughs> he said, look, you, hey, 40, you're going to die alone. Don't you need want somebody to grow old with? This is who you growing old with right here. This is who you growing old with. <laughs> My man getting the rub and tug. He getting the lick and blow. He getting it all out here. She mad. Look, look at her. I got him lined up. Oh, he said, I got them lined up. I got them. Yep. I got them lined up, player. Old chat. Yes, I won't let her bring you no more. 54 years I've had you. 54 years I've had you. You think I'm going to give you up now? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time to train another one. I ain't got trying to train, train another one. Ma'am, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You ain't training nobody, ma'am. All right, this bag of bones, as they call them, the bag of bones, you ain't training nobody. It's a wrap for you if he went to his other girl. His finger loaded. 
Got finger. Is it loaded? She she can't even hear him. Look. She's fixing to shoot me with it. Is your finger loaded? No, it ain't loaded. But I can get it loaded. Yeah, she been wanting to take his... <laughs> oh, you gonna die alone? Don't you want somebody to love? She like, man, I've been done tried to kill you. I done poisoned you and you done been... You immune to the poisoning. <laughs> I take you out. Grandpa, no. behave. He knows she ain't going nowhere. Right now, kick his butt off the bed. All she got to do is ask me. I'll get up and go. <laughs> yeah, look, just give me the just give me the reason to love you, babe. Give me the reason to love you back, baby. Give me the reason to love you back. Give me the reason to love you back. He like, man, just tell me where to go and I'll be out of here in a jiffy. I'll be out, man. All right. You ain't got to threaten me with a good time. Shit. You ain't got nothing to take either. My VA ain't got nothing for you left. Here we go. He said, all you got to do is ask him. He'll get up and go. Yeah, she know. She know. Yeah. Yeah. Be over there. I'll leave your ass right now. Bitch, keep talking. Keep talking. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> he was like, she was trying to talk. He was like, talk it. She's saying all that. Grandpa like. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah. He was like, man, cut her off. Man, don't give her her nightcap. Hey, man, we almost at the main event. Let me do this. Let me. Let me. Was that? Did, yeah, that was Dear Future Wife. All right, we're going to talk about Tyrese real quick. We're almost in. I got two more small stories. Uh, coming in here before we get into Steve Harvey. I appreciate everybody in here. Do me a favor. We got almost 3,000 people in here. All right, typical Monday. All right, that's just on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We're well over 3,000 simulcasting. All right, so we're on Facebook. We have people on the Notorious channel. So we're definitely well over 3,000. We have people on Twitch and Rumble right now, right now. But do me a favor, hit the like button. Let's see if we can get the 3,500. 3, all right, and I'm going to catch up on some Super Chats and then get this thing going here. All right, we got it. We got it. We got it because we got to do this, man. Men need this information. We don't need them out here blue pill raging. We don't need them out here. We need these men out here strong. Ladies, don't you like strong men? Don't you like strong men? You love strong men. You don't want weak men. You do. You think you do, but you don't. Jones G says Marjorie been planning her escape for years, and we have the proof. We're going to give you the proof. No government ain't BH. Shout out to you. Uh, John says Silicon Valley billionaires about to build a city. All right. Are they going to build it on rock and roll? What are they going to do? Where, where the city going to be? Where the city going to be? Bob says, I went in on one of my Juco houses and she fell deep asleep after the deed. He says, I he says, I could have robbed her house. But I remember to do aftercare. I was stuck for three hours. <laughs> oh, no, man. You should have woke her up and was like, hey, uh, I left a couple of dollars for you, and I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to get out of here, man. You put her to sleep, too. All right. So, Deep put her ass to sleep. Did you wake her up around one? You didn't hesitate to call Bob the top gun. Shout out to uh, uh, Lyle Pocket says, Coach, great timing. I was waiting for that silverback simp to get what he deserves. Steve Harvey has a 304 wife and daughter. You guys are going in. No holes barred. No holes barred. Chill, man. All right, shout out to you. We're going to discuss that in a minute. 
But look, let's get into this real quick. Uh, let's get into it, man. Listen, no breaks, no days off. Let's get into somewhat of the main event. This is the undercard right here. We're going to talk about Tyrese Gibson. Shout out to Tyrese. Let's talk about his story here. Apparently, Tyrese has discovered what I've been telling you about. Tyrese opens up about paying his ex-wife, which is her name is Samantha. I can't remember her name, but I talked about her last week, and I have an open invitation to her um, as well. I know rent is due, yes. Your rent's due, motherfucker. But it says right here he, he's opening up about his wife, ex-wife's child support in a new song called Love Transaction. Mm. By the way, Tyrese has been stealing my content. $20,000 isn't child support. We both know just who that money is for. They're paraphrasing one of the songs. Now, we cannot play the song, but there is the song that he just released. And uh, love transaction. As I've been telling you, love is transactional. Anybody who disagrees with me, I don't know what world you're living in. Love is conditional. This is just what you find out long term. And by the time you find it out, it's too late. It's too late. Too late, baby. Bye-bye. You've already lost. See, your investment in women is always front-loaded, especially when you act like you don't pay. When you're ingratiating yourself to her, you pedestalize her. What happens is your investment is front-loaded. What happens is it's also back-loaded, but you don't know. You're unaware of it, and you're actually gambling against the back-loaded contract. In the middle is where the bait-and-switch happens so that the front-loaded doesn't matter anymore. She's more concerned about the back-load. Let me just give you an example. Initially, paying for dinners, treating her to nice things, engagement ring, you plan the marriage, wedding ring, you get together long-term, suffering, you have children. That's the front load of the contract. That's the front load. In fact, if you ended the contract before you even got to the children and the wedding, she still won. She really only had to invest one thing, and that's her body. The second thing she invests is time. Time is of the essence for them so that they, this time becomes the reason why you are penalized on the back end. She says, hey, I gave you eight years. I don't have many years to give. Thus, because you, I stayed with you eight years, you now have to pay the backloaded penalty. What happens in between the bait and switch? She becomes uncooperative. She doesn't need to cooperate. All right. She knows that if you keep screwing up, she can get you on the backload. All right. So she no longer has to cooperate. She no longer has to look, for your, look out for your best interests and needs. So the transaction is love. Love is a transaction. And we need to agree to it. In fact, um, there's a tweet that I would share to even back this up. Even women are discovering this. And the less, let me just show you, the less they're incentivized on the back end or the front end, they will simply not cooperate with it. This gives you an indicator that they are aware that love is a transaction. Let me give you an, uh, let me give you a, an example. If you don't pay for dates, if you don't do any of these things when she wants it, when she wants to give her love, not just her booty. She wants to give her love. She will not participate with you. Thus, you're not making an investment. You're not showing anything, so she won't participate, right? She won't participate in love. She might participate in sex, but not love. But you want to love her because you're a sucker for love, Ninja, and you need a girl who's yours, all yours. So what you'll do is, if you don't invest up front, she doesn't participate. Now, let me tell you what happens. This is in general, by the way. Now, on the back end, on the back end of it, of the transaction. If in Florida, 
They're taking away alimony. They're taking away lifelong alimony. Thus, the women are like, hey, what do you mean? I, I need a means to support myself. Go get a job. But now women are going to look at it and say, if I can't get lifelong alimony, I just won't get married. AKA, they don't participate. They're showing you the hand. I'm just here to explain it for men. I'm not here to make you angry and don't shoot the messenger. Women are now saying, let me show you a tweet that, that's going to back this up. I'm going to show you something here just because you guys don't understand it. And you don't understand Briefold's law. So women that don't have an incentive are declining marriage because there's no front end or back end. Is it making sense? Is it making sense? I'll make sense of it here. Watch this. Because men are in love, women are in business. This is supposedly a woman. Getting married is no longer the result of unconditional love. It says right here, it says, uh, picture I've always painted in my head for years. For now, it's just calculated decision. You make weighing out factors like a business decision to ensure you don't die alone. Where's the romance and fun nowadays? Well, it's, what do you mean? Mm. Right, romance and fun? You can pay for all that. Yes, indeed. What that mean? So now they're like, well, what's the point? <laughs> if there's no romance and love, ro romance and fun, a.k.a. entertainment, a.k.a. investment, a.k.a. what are you doing for me? What's in it for me? Where's that at? All right, where's the investment? All right, you're, you're looking at this like a business, what you're going to lose. But of course, when the relationship ends, she's going to turn it into a business. You owe me alimony. You owe me Parts of what our community property is. You owe me child support. Right? And Briefold's Law says, if a woman, women actually decide what happens in the marital and sexual marketplace. They decide who to associate with. If they don't see a benefit to associate with you, they will not associate. A lot of men understand this, right? You get ignored. A lot of men are getting ignored in public, but... Uh, there was a time where men could go outside and get attention from women. It was very hard, but you had to work for it. You had to be a certain way. You had to win the genetic lottery, right? But today, getting attention from women is hard, especially if you're under 30. Women see no means to even take their nose out of the phone and greet you, give you a compliment, smile, you know, fix their hair, watch you tilt your cap. Receive a compliment. They see no benefit to even do that. They're like, you can't do shit for me. My nose will stay down here. Thus, Briefold Law suggests, if a woman sees no benefit from you, she will not associate with you, a.k.a. the business of relationships. You see what I'm saying? Now, when you get that down that to marriage, if they happen to take their nose out of their phone, they have to then see what the F you're offering. What? <laughs> Is it salami, Johnson? Is it money, vacations? Are you tricking? What are we doing here? If there's no offer, she sticks her nose out of that phone. If there is, she now says, okay, what is it? <laughs> right? What is it that you're offering? AKA, if, there's see, if she sees a benefit, she will associate. Mm.
chill associate. It's simple. But, you know, a lot of ninjas are stuck. A lot of ninjas are stuck. I'm here to explain. Man catches his wife cheating. Man catches his wife cheating. Here it is right here. This is allegedly not a skit. It doesn't seem like a skit. A lot of people have been in this situation. Guys, if you're in this situation, trust me, I've been in this situation as well. Um, I'm going to tell you, divorce that bitch immediately. Divorce her. Do not play around, gentlemen. Divorce her asapidly. All right, let's play the video. Actually, you need a cigarette because you're like, fuck. You need a cigarette. You can call your sister. I'm not going to harm you. I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to put my hands on you. I don't feel comfortable. I'm not going to put my hands on you. You can call your sister. I tell you, I don't feel comfortable. I need to go. You can stay. You want, I thought talk. you want to walk the dogs together. You can record whatever it is that you want to record. I'm going to walk my dogs with you. You're walking both the dogs. And talk to my sister and tell her how uncomfortable I feel right now. She's All right. So now I will pause the video for commentary and criticism. This is a teaching video. The video is about a minute and 30 seconds, almost two minutes long. I'm not going to play it straight through. If you want to watch it, go to Twitter. But I'm going to provide commentary and teaching because this is the best edutainment on YouTube. What you're seeing is a man has caught his wife texting another male friend. Now, he saw a portion of the messages enough for him to be triggered and suspicious. He now wants to see the phone, which at that point, he should be able to see the phone. Now, if he did not have any, um, if he did not have any proof or he did not catch her, then going after the phone would seem somewhat... Um, Somewhat um, like mate guarding, it's going to come off wrong, even if she was or was not doing something. But he saw something, she's aware of it, but now she's doing the abuse excuse. I don't feel safe. I'm assuming they've been married a decade or two. I mean, at least a decade. So now she's wanting to do what? You're going to abuse me. You're going to do something to me. You're going to harm me. And now it's time to alert the toy soldiers. And now it's time to skedaddle. Okay. A bit of information here. If you're in these situations, keep calm, relax. Don't scream. Do not become argumentative. State your case of what you want to see because you, you caught her. All right, now, at this point, record everything. Record everything. All your interactions with her, record the entire conversation as much as you can. Do not do this without recording. I know you're going to forget, but your first priority is to record. All right, if you're going to have this discussion. Okay, but now, listen, let me just tell you this. If this is a wife, it is irrelevant whether she cheated or not in almost every state. So you don't need evidence of her cheating. Once you have the suspicion or at least enough information, it's time to divorce because it's not even relevant whether she's cheating or not. Now, you might think so, but the court does not care who had an affair for the most part. Okay, they don't give a shit. All right, but, you know, your heart's going to be hurt. You're going to feel like something you did wrong and, and all of this shit. Record this for your marriage counseling because it's coming up. But let's continue. She's going to go to bed. It's well past her bedtime, and I hope she picks up. How are you going like, to? I cannot. I cannot. I've, I've, you've known me for 11 years. I would never put my hands on you. I don't believe you. All right. So there it is right there. So now she's feel threatened. She's time to skedaddle. She's now saying you're going to assault me, which she should feel threatened. You know, some ninjas will snuff a woman's life out. I wouldn't do it. But some ninjas have. All right. But now he's like, I, I can't believe you. Beta Brad is offended. What? That's mine. Those are mine. Those aren't yours. 
I'm asking just to see you're a text asking. message. Yes, I am. You're, you're, no, and you're getting not. really nervous and fidgety. I'm not getting nervous. I'm feeling very fucking uncomfortable. Why? Are you yeah. Okay. So she's escalating, obviously, and we know domestic violence situation a tit for tat. Women are just as domestically violating as men, um, and actually, they more instigate domestic violence situation. And this is a be what this is an instigation, right? She's gaslighting him. She's claiming that she doesn't feel safe, although. She might, that might be partially true. She doesn't feel safe as to what she did, which she won't acknowledge. All right, she's not being truthful, forthcoming, and transparent. She got caught, and now she's going to play the victim getting caught. This is common in domestic violence. She's the aggressor here. Let's continue. Why are you feeling uncomfortable? I I, if you asked me, I would like, yeah, you could look because I have nothing to hide. You're, you you have some, so you have something to hide. You have not actually done that what ever are, in your past. What is it you're hiding? I'm not hiding a phone. Then just hold your phone and let me see what you wrote. I Imagine this is your wife that cheated on you, gentlemen. Imagine. <laughs> Yo, you guys can't see it. Imagine this is the wife cheating on you, fam. I mean, this is marriage in a nutshell. Like, this is the wife stepping out on you. <laughs> like, like de hey, let me just tell you, married men, ninja, it's way better to be single than to be with this master splinter cheating on you. It's way better to break up now. Let's just break up now. Okay, you want to cheat? All right, I'm out. And no, don't take an open relationship. Leave this bitch where she stands. You'd be like, good, you done done me a favor. You done done me a favor. Like, you're not going to, why would you, married people get stuck in a rut. Do not have this scarcity of a mindset. You got, you got plenty of options out here. And not just with women. You got plenty of options in life. This woman been holding you back, fam. Freeloading on your ass. Freeloading you. I got a shirt I need to iron, by the way, and she'd be the perfect flat back to iron it on. I can iron it on the front and the back. All right, let's continue here. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. Then, then hold your phone and let me see what you wrote. Okay, I'm going to go. Liam, let's go. Right now. Okay. All right, so. I made her cry. Yeah, because you're, you're cornered. I'm yes, you because you're because you're doing something that and you hear she says she's ready to cry. So she feels threatened, ready to cry. Guys, this is why it's hard to believe female abuse victims. It is really hard because this is what they pull. I mean, it's almost to the point where if you hear a woman say I was in an abusive relationship, the first thing you have to ask is who was the abuser, right? Because she's clearly the abuser here. She's gaslighting him, manipulating him. And now she's using the fact of the fear, the fear tactic. Right here. And none of it is relevant. And she's simply caught. Now she's going to take the dogs outside and go on the phone and cry. Oh, Bill, it. Yeah. That's wrong. That's I'm why. If, if you, then let me see. Hold your phone and let me see if you're not doing anything wrong. Chill. Fucking thing that's wrong. And the fact that you're, I can't. Now he's doing too much. He should go ahead and let this go and go ahead and file for the divorce asapidly. Because I saw the text messages that I read that you wrote with someone that's a little bit thirsty on your end. Again. Again, yeah. Um, you got caught. Listen, I know people get caught. They don't want to admit it. You know what I mean? But this is what happens. This is typical. <laughs> kind of like... Thirsty. Yeah, on your end. And so, yeah, the thirsty thing didn't work. She has nothing to say. She caught. Where's the other dog at? I thought they had two dogs. And so now he's stuck at home. Guys... And I had to show that because a lot of guys catch their wives doing stuff like this. And you give them the benefit of the doubt, right? You listen, you don't have all the evidence. 
Um, you don't have anything to support your case. You might think about what you're going to lose. You might think you can work it out. Um, a lot of people have worked out affairs. I, I, I'm one to believe that married people shouldn't have affairs. Now, I haven't always had this belief, but I think that in this current marketplace, it's not necessary. You can get booty anyway. All right, so uh, in the past, it was somewhat despicable how you can get sex, but you can get it now. Nobody cares. Uh, but guys get caught in these situations, and they don't want to file for the divorce. I'm going to tell you, be the aggressor. File for the divorce. File for it before she even gets back from walking that dog and say, listen, it's over. It's a wrap. All right, take your loss. I know what you're going to say, coach, but I'm going to lose X, Y, and Z. Ninja, you lost at the beginning when you married her. Ninja, you already lost. You signed up to take the L. So don't be surprised that you go. Now, how do I protect my? No, you already took the L. Take that L and keep it marching. Trust me, the grass will be greener. The sky will be bluer. The sun will be golden crisp. It will be yellower. The clouds will be fluffy and white. When you get outside, sky all blue. It's going to be way better than dealing with this Millie Mouth muskrat. Okay, that's cheating on you. Like, it's going to be way better than this, fam. Where's she at? Let me get her face over here. Where's her face? What's out here in the world, gentlemen, is way better than this. <laughs> right? Way better. There ain't, man, shit. Dude, don't do it. I remember when I was married, I had this ideal. I was like, I'm going to stay for the kids. I'm going to stay for the kids. And I literally was like, I'm going to sleep on this couch until my kids turn 18. I'm going to sleep it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it out. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. I would still be sleeping on that couch. That was 10 years ago, gentlemen. That was a whole decade ago. I would still be on the fucking couch riding it out, trying to stay with my kids for my kids. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Imagine. Look at what I've become in 10 years. I literally said, I'm going homeless as opposed to dealing with this shit. I literally was like, I'm going to go homeless. I'm going to go live in my car rather than put up with this shit. But guys do this. Guys do this. Guys think like this. And they're like, all right, I'll just. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. I still would be there. <laughs> I probably would have got, I would have been on Dateline. I'd have been on Dateline. <laughs> I sure, I for surely would have been on Dateline and I probably would have been the victim. She would definitely would have poisoned me by then. Like, look, judging from how she, she acts after the fact now, judging from the fact that what I've been put through in the last 10 years, she definitely would have tried to poison my ass. For sure. I'd have been on Dateline. On Dateline. This goofy-ass ninja right here, I would have been like, all in love. <laughs> this goofy-ass ninja, uh, he went missing four years ago. Ain't found this ninja. <laughs> I would have been on snap. They would have had the hit man. Skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. He walked into the house, walked in, and then ninjas is behind the couch. Skitty pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. Anyway. Because my, my ex been acting up for 10 years straight. Like she wanted me dead. Like my ex has been acting like she missed her opportunity to snuff me out. <laughs> she was, she, the way she acted like this ninja, man, I'd have put a, I'd have put a hit on his head 50, 11 times. She put, she literally put like 50 hits on me for sure. Through court action. She like this ninja done got away.
Anyway. <laughs> this ninja got away because she's been certainly been trying to put a hit on my ass through the legal system. So I know for a certain I'd have been on the couch all up under the covers. All right. Somebody, she, she don't keep the door unlocked. Ninja walk in, keep the sliding door open. Ninja walk in. Skitty pop, pop, pop. All right. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. We're, we're going to get the main event. Trust me. We're going to get into Steve Harvey right now. Wait, 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 wait. We're going to get into Marjorie Harvey right now. We're going to get into it. I got to do these super chats. Send me a super chat. Give me a, send me a pass, cash app. Pay, pay, PayPal. All of that ish. Snap Tech Fix says when you pull an XX's card like the granddad did, he says the uh, response is usually crickets or why you want to act like that. He says, give him the Reverend X. Always. He be like, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yeah. Cut that bitch off. Yeah. Next call. Somebody said they hate seeing you succeed, for sure. I mean, because, you know what I mean? Like, uh, as I tell you, they want, they, they kind of like do everything. Like, ladies, have you done this? Have you done this? Okay. Have you done this? Have you done this? Have you left a guy? There was a movie with um, Sanaa Lathan. Or was it Taraji P? No, it was Taraji P. The the Sapphire. The Sapphire Taraji P. Excuse me. The movie was, I can't never remember the movie's name, but it was about she was with this guy and he had a um he had a he had an invention. And he was gonna work the invention. And as he was working on it, he he believed in the invention. And then he it, 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 then his, her family was like, he ain't going to be shit. That ninja ain't going to be shit. What is it called? Acrimony. Acrimony. That's the name of the movie. Women are acrimony. That's what they do. And unfortunately, what they don't know. Here's the secret of men. Ladies, this has happened to you. I know this has happened to every woman. They were with a guy. He was doing this shit. He wanted to be a SoundCloud rapper. He wanted to be... You know, he wanted to start his own business. He wanted to make the NBA. <laughs> he wanted to have an invention. He wanted to start off on this job he believed in. And the woman was like, nah. She still, she stuck with him, but she saw him going nowhere. And her family, her cousin, her sisters, her girlfriends, her mama, her monster, your monster-in-law, got in her ear and was like, that ninja ain't going to be nothing. You need to leave that ninja. Leave him. He ain't going to be shit. Now. What happens is, because they don't know the nature of men, what men uh, become takes years. And men, listen to this. What men become, it's going to take you a decade. I'm sorry. You ninjas want it tomorrow. It's, that doesn't ha- it, it doesn't work for all men like that. Most 90% of men become something. It takes a decade. It takes hours, 10,000 practice hours. It takes commitment. It takes belief. It takes struggle. It takes men become shit, dedication. It takes faith. And uh, most men don't become shit until they're 40. This is because we spend all this time with our biggest burden. Our biggest burden is the woman in our life. She brings confusion and shit. So like Nino and New Jack, we got to cancel that bitch. Look at me. This is the life I chose. But um, what happens is we're trying to hold on to a woman and become who we need to become. This is a failed formula. This doesn't work. Overwhelmingly, in general, it doesn't work. Especially if she's a backbiting, no good, non-believer. She's actually preventing you from becoming what you need to become. Then, once she's gone, 
you accelerate and become what you need to become. After a year, she looks back after she dumped your ass, after she handed you the scissors and you cut, after she dropped your ass off, listening to her, her friends, listening to her mother, listening to her brothers. What happens is, now that you can pay attention and you don't have her as a bigger burden and you don't have her actually sabotaging you, you become what you need to become in short time, in short order. Now, let me tell you what happens then. Like in the movie Acrimony, this woman thinks she's owed something, meaning that she's owed a bigger chunk of what you became. So you become something in her absence. You become something not because of her, but because she's not no longer there. Then you become what you become. And she then says, well, you owe me. You wouldn't have became that if it wasn't for me. She's looking at it as her investment in you led you to become what you became, but she got it all wrong. I became who I became because you weren't there no more. That's why I'm who I am. Now, you now you get something of this, but you don't get it all. Meaning you can't get you can't take me to court and take all my money. So now all of a sudden, she thinks she owes you, but here's the deal. She traded you in for someone who she thought was going to be better. They all do this. This is called hypergamy. Now, odds are a year, two, five, ten years later, whoever she traded you in for is no longer there. Now she's got a double whammy because she bet she monkey branch. She bet on you. She bet against you. She lost that guy. And she also lost who you became. She rolled the dice. So she double lost. Now she out here on the cock carousel getting her wig split. <laughs> now she's like, oh, shit. Now she's using the kids. Let's get back for the uh, get back together for the kids, right? So this is what happens. The movie Acrimony kind of explains this scenario. Now, this doesn't, this is not an absolute. This doesn't happen to everybody. But this is kind of how it works because women cannot work against their own hypergamy. It's a natural thing, as they call it, female nature. It's something that they do as a be- means of being insatiable. I don't mind it. I think hypergamy has its pluses. Thus, they cannot control this behavior, and sometimes it gets the best of them, and they miss out, which is fine. Now, hypergamy is like testosterone. We have to accept it for what it is. They all have it. Just a few of them can overcome it. Just like only a few men can overcome their testosterone. It takes a lot of belief. It takes a day diabetic. Like, ladies, I know you're like, oh, but every day, ladies, we as men go out, hopped up on testosterone since we were 15. Thus, we've been wanting to put our Johnson in anything that breathes or walk, preferably human. We have to fight the urge. Not only that, you guys are walking around here scantily clad, and we're like, God damn. Every two seconds, we're like, oh, my Lord. We got to control it. It's tough. You have to do the same thing against that your hypergamy. 
you're going to want a bigger and better deal. You're going to want to swing it. But unfortunately, what you're going to do is have you have to leave a little money on the table. And you have to leave someone who became something in spite of you, not because of you. And don't come running back, you lazy leech, trying to get what you think is owed. See, this is where you get disgraceful and despicable. Where you think now you dropped this ninja and now he's become, and now you think you want to put your paw out and get, oh, that's my money. It ain't your money, you despicable, disgraceful human being. You leech and parasite. It ain't your money. You missed. <laughs> you lost the bet. You lost. Now you want to come after the fact and para be my damn biggest. And now again, sabotage me. Pray and pray on my downfall. Hate. Send the assassins. Not only that, you want to go ahead and go in the court. Now you want to take by virtue of what you missed. Now you want to bring your ass back. Now take your monkey ass on and take that shit. <laughs> take that shit somewhere back to the stove. Double dipping on me. You ain't double dipping. You lost the bet. Take that L. <laughs> and by the way, guys, walk out on these women, dude. When, when they start talking, don't feel like you owe them anything. You owe them nothing. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> Cut that bitch you don't off. don't know I'm nothing. Next call. When you owe me child support, you owe, I don't owe you shit. <laughs> All right? You bitch. You bitch. I owe you zero. All right? You were trying to pray and pray on my downfall. This is what you get for trying to, you couldn't, you couldn't have discipline on your hypergamy. Now you went, at, you went in there, you got the bigger, better deal, and now you trying to come in for some money. <laughs> All right. Yep, Kevin Costner's ex-wife. Man, man, kick these bitches to the curb. Anyway, I don't owe you nothing, man. I owe you nothing. <laughs> Shout out to the ladies here. Ladies, uh, press a one in the chat if you have been through this before. Press a one in the chat if you've been here before. Uh, yeah, you definitely have. Uh, shout out to El Santo says support coach. Goat, rent is due out here. Where we at here? By the way, man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You, hey, as a young guy, you need women like this in your life. Don't ever think that this was a bad thing. Most women that broke up with you because she didn't see the value in you, she did you a favor. Always believe that. By the way, it happens. And it happens to every man. Speaking of every man. We're going to get into Steve Harvey. Catfish says, did you update the soundboard? We missed the shuffling. We'll get into that. Hopefully this week. Hey, man, hit the like button. Let's get to 2,000 likes. We're going to get to the main event. It is time. You're in here with the best edutainment here on YouTube. There's no better show. There's no better show. There's no better man to deliver this message. We're going to get into it now. Stephen Harvey. According to this report, remember, these are rumors. It's a rumor. But we want to highlight lessons learned here. Steve Harvey and his wife Marjorie have a beautiful blended family. We're going to give you the background on them. But let's give you the headline here. Here's the headline. Comedian Steve Harvey's wife, Marjorie Elaine, cheated on him with his bodyguard and personal chef. That's a question mark. These are all allegations here. And it's rumor. Divorce rumors spread like wildfire after the alleged incident. Okay. Now, if you don't know the background on Steve Harvey and Marjorie Harvey, we got to give it to you right here. They have a wonderful blended family. As you can see right there, 
There goes Steve Harvey right here. Niggas always gotta show they Steve Harvey is definitely one of the guys. He should be a source of inspiration. Um, he struggled a lot in his life. In fact, he's been married twice. Um, I think he said one of his marriages, I think both of his marriages, according to his appearance on Shannon Sharp, um, he lost almost all his money. Listen, that's what happens in a marriage and a divorce. Uh, but he's been categorized as King Simp, King of all Simps. Much of it is, I think, a show. I don't know if he's really like this. I think he he's just an old boomer. He's an old baby boomer. Boomers act like this. He's actually was the old guy. He portrays himself to be a player. I was a player back in the 70s with my deuce in the quarter. All right, and he was a sucker. He was a sucker MC. He always been a sucker MC. All right, smart guy, though. And like I said, he should be a source of inspiration. He works his fingers to the bone. He's on the prices, uh, the family feud. He's on um, he's on TV shows. He has a radio show in Los Angeles, or at least he had one. He works 24-7, and he must, because he's got to pray for a Pisces piece of calico like Marjorie. He's got to pay for that. He's got to be able to afford that. And much of his pride is hell-bent on having a pricey piece of nice piece of calico she is. She's a pretty gorgeous woman. And much of his esteem is wrapped up into her. He's got to play the role. Boomers have to play the role like this. They take pride in taking care of their women. You know what I mean? Like, even though the women did them dirty. Now, she has a very suspicious past. Thus, people have been saying, you actually prioritize the 304. That's what people say, not I. But let me read Marjorie's past. Let me read Marjorie's past because this is very important. Marjorie, her name is Marjorie Harvey. Um, it says right here, she uh, they share seven children, all from previous relationships. I don't think they have any biological children. Five grandchildren and creating the Stephen Marjorie Harvey Foundation. These are the type of boomers that stay together through thick and thin, no matter what. Boomers tend to do this shit. Marjorie was married twice before tying the knot. Marjorie grew up in Memphis. Well, that's, that should tell me that's a red flag all by itself. That's a red ass flag all by itself. She's from Memphis. Like that. What more do you need to know, Ninja? This is not the proper woman. This says right here and was married twice. Oh my Lord, Jesus. So boomers tend to get married 50, 11 times. This is why when they die, the divorce rate will sign to kind of ease up a little bit. Okay. And uh, she had three kids before ending up with Steve. And that's you. Marjorie married her first husband, Jim Townsend, in the late 90s. Jim Townsend was sentenced to life behind bars for attempting to purchase 40 kilos of the coca before he was pardoned after serving 26 years in 2017. Hmm. Mm hmm. Wait a minute. Who are you? Can anybody guess who pardoned? Mr. Jim Townsend, he's now out of prison. He's from Memphis, too. Who pardoned Jim Townsend in 2017? Anybody? Who, who pardoned Jim Townsend? Anybody know? Anybody know? That's her first husband. Yeah, you guys got it. You guys got it. So, yeah, she was with a fewer. He, she was with a um, she was with a certified pookie. No, President Obama, President Obama, Barack, Barack Hussein Obama. President uh, uh, pardoned him from his prison sentence, which is very strange here. Like, why would he pardon him? Like, he was buying 40 kilos. President Obama pardoned him. All right, President Trump 
was not president or he was president, but out the door, out the door, he pardoned him. So um, I don't know if you guys know 2017, that means January, the president is the president. Um, you know, they had the election in 2016, but the president is still president in 2017, right? So Barack Obama was president as of January 23rd, roughly. So on his way out, one of his last acts was to pardon Jim Townsend. All right, among other people. So Barack, all right. Barack was the one who pardoned him. All right, so let's go down. Let's go down. Marjorie severed ties with Jim shortly after and divorced him five years into a sentence. All right, so he's in there in the Pope. He's in the pen. Five years into a sentence, uh, she divorces him. Recently, Jim reveals that he intends to publish a memoir about his marriage to Marjorie and the drug ring they ran together, according to this ninja. Damn. He's saying him and Marjorie ran a drug ring together. Steve, brother. You see that right there. Damn, she was certified pookie. She been pookied out. All right. Now, Lori Hart, Lori uh, was born to Marjorie in 1997. We'll talk about Lori here in a minute. And quote, this is from Mr. Townsend says, I have no allegiance to Marjorie. She showed her hand, a.k.a. her hypergamy got the best of her. I'm going to tell my story. It doesn't matter if she knows about it. He's going to start spilling the beans. Mm. Oh, Marjorie has a second ex-husband. His name is Darnell Woods, and he's the father of her three children. My goodness, Lord have mercy. All the humanity. Much is not known about Darnell, who was reportedly a drug dealer as well. All the humanity. Not only was he a drug dealer, allegedly he's the cousin of Jim Townsend. Darnell. Darnell. Allegedly, he's the cousin of Jim Townsend. Alleged. Let's continue. Their marriage may or may not have ended. Uh, wait, their marriage may or may not have also ended with him in prison. But facts are sparse. And Marjorie herself has been mum on the subject. So he went to prison as well. All right. Together, they welcomed the children there and, and they adopted. Okay, all of these, all of her children, all four of her children have been adopted by Steve. So now when people say Steve Harvey is the king simp, this is what they're talking about, right? This is what they're talking about. They're going, what are you doing? Now, she's a pretty woman and I don't know how long they've been together. We're going to get to that as well. All right, but this is what they're talking about. Like, it's just not him pandering and selling the book, which his book is... Uh, picture right here. We can talk about it uh, right here. This is his book, which is called Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady. Something like that. Think Like a Lady, Act Like a Man. It's one of those things like that. And they made a movie about it um, that I think Vivica Fox was in. So a lot of the pandering that he's been doing doesn't match up with his actions. It doesn't make sense. As you listen to Marjorie's background, she's definitely got Steve as the... And that's you. The that's you guy, right? It looks like he's got himself leverage and over leverage. Perhaps maybe she's holding something against him. I have no idea. 
All right, but people have weird allegiances and loyalties. All right, but let's continue. And he adopted, he's a step dummy uh, for all intents and purposes, but they do have a beautiful family. Shout out to Steve. All right, they, had, they have a beautiful family here. And uh, Steve is the proud daughter of twin. Wait, the proud dad of twin daughters. All right, who did he have the twins with? And a son from his first marriage. And a son, Winton, from the second marriage. Marjorie's son, Jason. Now, okay, we don't care about all that. All right, so they have grandchildren, and they look like a beautiful family. All right, so there it is right there. All right, so that's their marriage, right? So let me get into this. Let's move forward here. Lori Harvey. Anybody here? Lori Harvey. Anybody heard of Lori Harvey? Uh, Lori Harvey, the beautiful young lady that has dated multiple, multiple celebrities. She seems to either be, you know, uh, many people might consider her a rent-a-chick, right? There's a lot of rent-a-chicks out here uh, where if you want to look a certain way, and she's definitely a classy broad. She's definitely classy. So she seems like a rent-a-chick, uh, which means that she will play the role as girlfriend for anybody for beard reasons, to throw off the scent, to uh, socially, monetarily gain, and so forth. Like, she has no problem playing this role, and she has no intentions of settling down. In fact, her one of her most public relationships was with Michael B. Jordan, and thus they broke up because allegedly he fell in love and she wanted to be out here in these streets. In these streets? She's like, no, nah, I ain't settling down. She doesn't seem to want to settle down. Now, she might have got her lessons from her mama. Yeah, they might have got it from her mama, and her mama might have told her, no, 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 no. Don't settle down. Be out here, and you can still get you a goofy-ass gump in the end. And that's you. Like me. All right? Mess around with them pookies. Mess around with them Ray Rays, and so forth and so on. And the rumors have been that Lori Harvey has been um, been in, in uh, relationships with, you know, men like P. Diddy and P. Diddy's son and a whole bunch of things, man. These things don't matter right at this point, but right here, there it is right here. You see it right here. Lori Harvey blows off mom Marjorie's dating advice after becoming official with rapper Future. Future. She's one of Future's jump offs. Ay, ay, ay. And she's a nice piece of calico too. I'm going to just tell you that right now. I would like to see her less with wigs on. But she's a classy broad. She's a classy broad. I tell you, man. She's a classy piece of calico. I never really see her doing skeezer activity, although she probably does. Right? She's not really doing, like, icy spice shit. She's normally doing some classy shit, right? She'll dress up and be on the red carpet. She's a good piece of. But getting down to the point of what we're talking about here, why does all this matter? Well, some of you guys pick women like this, and you don't vet. You don't listen to your gut. You say, I can change her. Not my girl. You can say, hey, girl, hey, coach, that happened to you. It ain't going to happen to me. This is what you do. And you overlook obvious red flags. Now, here's the rumor. You guys heard the rumor. Allegedly, he cheated on, uh, she cheated on him with the bodyguard and professional chef. All right, this is the allegations here. And um, let me see if I can pull this up here without all the rigmarole. Uh, it says right here, August 26th, Steve Harvey was trending on Twitter for two reasons. One, was this tweet asking a fan to name a comedian that doesn't make them laugh? And then the second was a setback in their life here. Now, the rumor also says that uh, it claimed that Marjorie Harvey. Oh, by the way, did I tell you that Lori Harvey is not Steve Harvey's biological child? I, I missed that part. That's vital information for a lot of people. Lori Harvey is not Steve's biological child. 
I think you guys got that from the story that I told you about the mother. But Lori Harvey also is adopted by Steve and goes by Steve's government last name. But people think they're adopted. As a matter of fact, I do, I do need to point one more thing out. Here's Lori Harvey here, apparently in a post on TikTok that says all in his pockets, Lori Harvey's TikTok video with dad. Steve tells exactly who is the big baller in the family. And let's go ahead and show you this TikTok. I mean, TikTok. Hold on for a second. Uh Oh, there it is right here. Here it is right here. Listen, you got to listen because TikTok is like this. They'll play somebody else's voice and they'll then show the thing. Here we go. You know, when I come out with my parents, I just bring my wallet for decoration. I never actually plan to use it. <laughs> Let's play it again. You know, when I come out with my parents, I just bring my wallet for decoration. I never actually plan to use it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Steve, yeah. You know, when I come out with my parents, I just bring my wallet for decoration. I never actually plan to use it. <laughs> and, and, you know, Steve Harvey's proud of Lori. He's been a part of her life for a long time, but it's pretty apparent uh, Lori looks at him like a big old fat juicy wallet or a pet wallet, as we call it. All right. And there's Steve looking like a goofy ass gump. Right. Yes, indeed. And that's you. It happens. This is why he gets the name King Simp. Right. He, he, he does sucker shit like this. He does sucker shit. And then they treat him like sucker shit. And he don't care. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, what are we doing here? In fact, there was actually concerns that he was overworking himself to support Marjorie. This was a rumor that came out that we talked about probably about two or three years ago, that they were saying he's overworking himself. And he said, I can't stop working because of Marjorie. That's the insinuation. He's like, hey, in order to support her, I got to keep working like this. And that's why he works like a dog. He's making up for lost time. He's actually at the top of his you know, career. And now he has to work himself like a dog to be able to support Lori and Marjorie. Not for himself. You know, men don't need much. This is why they call him or assume that he's King Simp. All right, back to the rumors. Back to the rumors. It says right here, and why this is important. It says right here, uh, Marjorie was allegedly here. Um, it says right here, caught cheating. Caught, caught. With his bodyguard and personal chef. This is what the rumor is. More over, following the same, she has filed for divorce and demanded $200 million in settlement. As per Marka, the report is fake and Steve Harvey's close friend has revealed the same. So we have to understand here a Nigerian businessman, brother. Hey, brother, my brother Steve did not cheat on them day. Oh, my brother Steve, him wife not cheat on day. Mm. <laughs> His name is Ned Nwoko. He said, I know Stephen Day. And him, girl, no cheat on them day. All right, brother. That's him day. Uh, it says right here, a Nigerian businessman who says he is Steve Harvey's friend recently took to his Instagram handle to claim that the news about his and Marjorie split is fake them day. I'm banned from Lagos. I'm banned across the world. Update the map. All right, he wrote fake news and has been uh, fake news has been taken to new heights all over the world them day and this is so unfortunate him experience this practically every day them day <laughs> and so 
when he read about Steve and his lovely wife having issues, we had to contact him and he confirmed that he and his wife are very much okay and it's all fake news and should be disregarded. The family is happy and we wish them all the best. There's the brother right there, brother. The first in line for the reparations, brother. <laughs> all right. I have a business and I them day go get my reparations check, brother. All right. Anyway, I don't, I'm surprised he doesn't have a collar shirt and penny loafers on. Where's his pe- No penny loafers? Brother. Look at that brother here. He don't got no penny loafers, doctor. Check his, uh, check his resume too. Check this ninja's resume and his credentials. I'm a prince from Nigeria and I'm a doctor and I'm chiropractor and I open businesses and I am Prince of Zamunda them day. Let me see your certifications and your degrees. Ninjas be like, all right, let me stop. <laughs> and I'm best friends with Steve Harvey them day. Kumbaya. Ninja lying. You know he lying. He lying. All right, but let me get to the uh, issue here. Steve Harvey slams the door on the rumor. Here it is right there. Steve Harvey angrily slams the rumor that his wife Marjorie Bridges, wait a minute, I thought it was Marjorie Harvey, <laughs> cheated on him. Steve Harvey personally sets the record straight while speaking at Invest Fest 2023 in Atlanta on Sunday about the rumors. The television host, age 66, whose daughter, Lori Harvey, joined Kendall Jenner and pals, who cares about all that, addressed the rumor that his wife, Marjorie Bridges, age 58, allegedly cheated on him with a couple's bodyguard and personal chef. Um, In an all-viral TikTok, the star could be seen speaking on stage in front of a large crowd, says, before I start and get started, let me just say I'm fine, Marjorie's fine, followed up by cheers from the audience. He also says, I don't know what y'all doing, but find something else to do because we fine. Lord have mercy. He said, Lord have mercy. Lordy, lordy, lordy. All right. He says, uh, man, Harvey, or I guess he says right here, Harvey Express later adding, I ain't got no time for no rumors and gossip. God has been good to me and I'm still shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas always got to show they he said the cheating allegations notably first started early. Oh, we don't care about all that. We don't care about all that. But it is an evil world. It's an evil world we live now, in. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. I know people are going to be like, it's just a rumor. However, the fact that people believed it is an indication of how they look about, feel about your marriage. They actually don't think Steve is in, uh, genuine. They don't think maybe Marjorie's genuine. They're actually waiting for the other shoe to drop on this one. And they're acknowledging the red flags that you obviously overlooked. That's number one. Number two, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And everybody knows that she can pull this plug and actually run off with the backloaded part of this contract relatively fast. So that if she is asking for $200 million, he probably don't have it, but she probably would be the type of person to do this. Why? Take out our history. People already know that she's the type of classy piece of calico that could do something like this. Okay? And... This would put Steve behind the eight ball. It actually would cripple him, hurt him. It actually would make him possibly do what Robin Williams did. You know what I mean? We're looking out for you, Steve. It's not that we're addressing the rumors. We don't want to put, put you on the Mork and Mindy 
plan. Because let's just tell you, if she asked for $200 million, million, he'd climb a chair. Fast. All right? He'd be up there because he don't have it. <laughs> right? He don't have it. We know he ain't got it. She from Memphis, fam. Like, what else did you need to know? What else did you need to know? And she could walk off easily with $200 million. Now, the, I, the issue of her cheating on allegedly with the bodyguard, um, this could happen as well because people would believe a rumor like that. Oh, by the way, did you want to see the bodyguard? Um, we're going to call him the booty guard. Let's go ahead and pull him up right here. Uh, this is uh, allegedly the gentleman uh, right here. His name, his name is Big Boom. Uh-oh. Now, this whole picture right here got pause on it. Pause. Pause. <laughs> like, who took... Hey, guys, no two men should take a picture like this. No two men should take a picture like this. All right, both of them are in good shape. They were in good shape. But uh, apparently, Big Boom is the one that supposedly, allegedly, lowered the boom on Marginally. Marginally. Maybe there's something we don't know. But this picture looked funny as hell. <laughs> this looked like, yeah, but I'm like, yo. All right, but um, uh, here's the deal. Let's just, let's just close up the topic here. They're saying he was one, Mr. Big Boom there, pause. In his cowboy boot. This ninja in the cowboy boots, too. You see him in the boots? Oh, man. Jesus, what are, the, what are we doing? Oh, the humanity. That's a, that's a bad picture. And white shorts. White shorts. You know he put the boom on Marjorie. All right? He put the boom on. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. That had to be like. They had some 1980s prawn music going on that one. Oh, man. He just... Wait, I can't do it. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Big Boom on Marjorie. She missed them streets out there. Shout out to her. In these streets. All right, what the cook doing? Was it Obama's cook, too? I mean, they said it was a cook. His name is Cookie. All right, but what does it also mean? Gentlemen, this this is how people look at marriage today. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. That's how fast you can lose your fortune. Okay, so I know people, it might be a rumor, and I'm, I think, I don't know. I can't tell you if it's a rumor. Uh, they both have suspicious pasts. But this is how fast Steve Harvey can lose his net worth. And he can lose his net worth even if she cheated. A lot of guys don't know this. A lot of guys don't know this. Even if she cheats, I don't know what they, I don't know if she has a prenup. He seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't get a prenup. Even if she cheats, he still loses. So this is what people are acknowledging. These are the lessons learned. And I would wonder how he will recover from an action like this. We guys know that not a lot of people have millions of dollars in net worth being liquid, right? You don't have $200 million liquid. So there will be a lot of assets that would need to be transferred into names and all this stuff. Could this be a precursor? Could they be putting out feelers 
so that now we would ignore the next time information comes up like this. Is it more beneficial for her to stay with Steve as opposed to leave with the back end loaded of the contract? I hope you guys are paying attention to how what marriage really is. Okay? And for Steve, if he was actually put in this situation, I know a lot of people are celebrating his demise of his marriage. Fortunately, people are doing that because they want him to pay for out here pulling what Derek Jackson pulled. Right? Derek Jackson actually convinced a lot of women to do things and say things and have beliefs that that were not valid. And thus, Derek Jackson exposed himself and uh, exposed uh, himself to many of his followers, I'm sure. Steve Harvey has done the same. Um, let me just show you these clips here. I do have some clips lined up for you. Uh, this is what Steve Harvey has done to men. So this is why men are somewhat celebrating Steve Harvey here. These young boys today, what do she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman and some children to have a family? That's our damn job. But what happens to the when the woman tell you, I don't need a man, Steve? Well, they need to, what? Okay, if you don't, how that's working? <laughs> you know, how, how, how that's working? Who don't need no man? Uh, for the people who can't get the translation of these two gentlemen, let me translate what they're talking about. Give me a second. <clears throat> Give me a drink real here. I'm going to translate what he said here. Give me a second. I got a drink. What they said was, Abba, dabba, dabba, dabba. And Abba, dabba, 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 dabba. Uh, dabba, 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 dabba. And what about a dabba? And Abba, dabba, dabba. That, that's basically what they said. Give me a round of applause right there. And I, one time, Abba, dabba, skip. Steve, skip. I paid for a whole woman's divorce. Abba, dabba. And I, dabba, dabba. All right, that's basically what they said. All right, but uh, I know people don't get it. All right, but uh, let's let's continue with what they got to say here. I'm independent. I can do for myself. Yeah, but why do you want to? Yeah, okay, you can drop a transmission. You can sandblast your house. But hell, do you want to? No. Uh, if somebody could get out there and drop this transmission for you and sandblast your house, why don't you go get your nails done? I'm not trying to reduce a woman to nothing else. Be all you can be. But damn, who don't need a man? Anybody listening to these guys, anybody listening to them for advice, they're going to lead you astray. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. I, I, I'll actually like Shannon Sharp. All right. Um, but Steve, they're go these guys' conversation here, this is going to mess you up, fam. <laughs> All right. Good Lord. That's a lie. What man don't need a woman? I tell you what. I tell you uh, what. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I tell you what. What? Try to live without him. <sighs> Wait a minute. What that mean? Try live without him? Try live with... Bruh. We went... See, again, this is some baby boomer shit. The, the baby boomers... It's time. It's time. It's time. Let's stop the world and let them off. I mean, listen, we got another 15, 20 years with boomers. It's time to stop the world and let these boomers off. Look at this look right here. Look at this shit. Mm. <laughs> look at this ninja right here. It's barbecue in there. So we just a wallet and the utility. Yes, that's what we are. 
We just a big old fat pet wallet. And we need them. Tell you what? Hold on for a second. Let, let me let him let me let him explain this shit again. Hold on for a second. This is his advice, fam, right here. Hold on for a second. This is his advice. What man don't need a woman? I tell you what. What? I tell you what. What? <laughs> I tell you what. What? Try to live without him. <laughs> there it is right there. Shout out to Steve Harvey. All right. Hey. Are you tired of looking whack? Do you want to look cool? Are you tired of people being in your business? Yeah, Steve. <laughs> yeah, right here. All right. Here we go. Let's continue. Try to live your life without women. Okay. This ain't about lot of doubt, man. This is some bullshit without women. If it wasn't for women, what would you? He said, if women did not exist, all the money in the world would have no meaning. Talk I mean, that ain't, that's, that, 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 that okay. Women is everything. That is Jesus. I mean, there's a, this is why he gets the king sip. Oh, you can't see it. My bad. My bad. Wait a minute. You can't see it. All right. All right. You can see it. Here we go. You hear this? Like, what are we doing, fam? Here we go. Money in the world would have no meaning. Talk, women is everything. They'd catch me out. They'd lick, man. Oh, Jesus. But these young boys done forgot it because these women out here, they trying to be, they've had to be independent because right. they ain't got the right man. Okay. But this system of marriage is still good. Okay. This system of a man taking care of a woman, that's really how it's supposed to be. All the rest of it's bullshit, man. And y'all need to quit tricking yourself with this new way of thinking. Because there's no way of thinking, this new way of thinking ain't getting y'all no damn way. I'm sorry. This is rough. This is rough to live. This is rough to listen to. There's one more point. Hey, what do she bring to the table? The hell you mean, man? What do your ass bring to the table? The table? Is it the table? What do you bring to the table? Again, abba dabba dabba. Okay, here we go. You got a woman that can come to the table that can make another you. False. She cannot. That's false. I can out make, I can out baby create her all day long. That's false. I can make another her. She literally, without me, can't make another me. I mean, she doesn't have the Y chromosome. She only has two X's. She cannot make a male. Right? Doesn't matter. I can make male and female. All right. So a lot of simp, this is simp enforcer to, to the infinite, infinite degree. And by the way, her egg is dead and it is a show of blood without me. Okay. Every single month that she's without me, she bleeds and the egg cracks. The egg cracks, then she bleeds. Me, on the other hand, I got swimmers. Right. I got mad swimmers. I got mad swimmers and they have infinite time. Like soon as I'm 13 and I get a wet dream, I got swimmers until I'm dead. All right, come on, man. Let's let's stop with the bullshit. This is called pedestalizing women for no reason. All right. This is old church ignorant philosophy, right? When when black pastors couldn't read, so they just went up there and sang and screamed. This is what happens. All right. The ninja black pastor couldn't read. White white devil slave master told pastor what to say. Tell him to turn the other cheek. All right. And he went out there, turn the other cheek and what? And they just had no, you know, they didn't have any context to the message. So they just danced and got the Holy Spirit. And the woman is God type shit. Here we go. What else she need to slide up to the table with? What about your job? 
What happened to men who were supposed to be responsible? Do you know that it's our job to take care of a woman? And what else is all about? What else do we do? That's all we doing. We just a pet wallet, huh? <laughs> all right. Your job is to be a pet wallet. You just a utility. And you a sperm donor. What else? Can we have fun in life? No, I'm just supposed to work for these women and children. What you supposed to do? All right, here we go. Some children to have a family. That's our damn job. But what happens to the when the woman tell you, I don't need a man, Steve? Well, they need to, what? Okay, if you don't, how He didn't have nothing for that. He was shuffling. Need a man, Steve? Well, they need to, what? Okay, if you don't, how that's working. <laughs> and by the way, somebody's mentioning this. Only our biological children. Right, our biological children who we take care of. All right, he's taking care of everybody else's children, except his, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> you know how 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 that's working. Ha ha ha, man, I can't. Man, where's my shuffling? Where's my shuffling doing? Oh man, this is terrible. I feel bad for men who actually have to live through that. By the way, we do have another clip. This is uh, this is all comedy. This is all organized. This is orchestrated. But this is his wife here on the Family Feud. Here we go. All right, ladies. Top seven answers on the board. Here we go. We asked 100 married women. Some days I'd be willing to trade my man for a really good what? Pool boy. A good what? I'm sorry. What did you just say? No. Right here. I was just playing. Yeah, but, yeah, but what did you say, though? Pool boy. You're <laughs> off of me. Trade me in for no damn pool boy. Pool boy. I heard big boom. I heard big boom. <laughs> that's what I heard. I heard big boom, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get to these super chats, man. Good Lord. The normies, the normies. Normies, man. Normies to me are weird. Y'all some weirdos. I know you think I'm weird. I know you think I'm weird, but normies, y'all weirdos to me. Y'all be like, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> it was just a joke, too. It was just a joke. And you see him. Oh, my God. They're so happy together. That's black love. <laughs> you go every day with your miserable life so you can get some couple of knee slappers. <laughs> I literally be looking at y'all like, you really laughing at that? Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I'm going to give you an example of something that when I look at, this is some normie shit. Do you know when a movie comes out, you see the trailer of the movie. This is the NPC shit. You see the, uh, it, you see the trailer of the movie. You've seen the trailer of the movie five months before the movie came out. 
And then before the movie comes out, you've seen it constantly for a month. In that movie trailer, in that movie trailer, they will have a joke in that movie trailer. You've seen that joke in that trailer 50, 11 times. You never have laughed when you were at home. You just sat there. You might have you snickered. You never sniggled. Then when your monkey ass get in the movie to watch the movie, you plunk right down. And the punchline that you've seen 50 times and never laughed at will come on the screen while you're eating popcorn. And you will bust out laughing. I'll be like, God damn, I bruh. See, that right there is called Normie NPC Knuckle Dragger Ham and Egger, right? Oxygen Thief Activity. I'll be like, like. <laughs> <laughs> They be laughing <laughs> like it's the first time they have it. I'm like, now I know you heard this punchline. I know for a fact you've heard this. You've seen this scene 10 times in the movie. You've seen this time. Like when, when, when Chris Tucker say, uh, uh, who are you? Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> Kelsey? Who is this? Kelsey Clinton? You be busting up. <laughs> Slapping your knee. I'm like, man, you ca- man, I can't stand. I feel like I feel like I'm in a movie. I do feel sometimes I feel like I'm in a movie. <laughs> I'm like, am I in the movie? Is this movie about me? I sometimes want to pause the own movie, my own movie. I'm sitting there like, is the joke on me or what? <laughs> I'm like, the joke is on me. Somewhere, somewhere, everybody's laughing at me, sniggling like the Truman Show. Like I'm sitting in the movie, and I'm, I'm the movie character and shit. I, I just don't realize it. Like not only am I recording myself, somebody is recording me right now and watching me, watching you. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, anyway, I'm like, this shit is crazy, man. What are we doing out here? All right, let me get to the rest of the <laughs> like, like somebody's watching me live my life out with you watching me. <laughs> Waiting for the punchline and I'll be like, monkey double backflip. Y'all ninjas be like, monkey double backflip. He said it. Press the button. Monkey double backflip. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> all right anyway let's get to the super chats man thanks for watching the show man do me a favor hit the like button on the way out maybe these longer super chats i can get to oh we got our woman cynthia's in the building what does cynthia have to say coach my fiance recently played the women well, uh, women being desperate to keep a man intro from Eddie Griffin on Dr. Dre's album. It's called Uneducation Ironic. Yes, indeed. Uneduc- it's called edu- Education. I called it Uneducation. It's called Education. The what? The women desperate to keep a man intro. I don't remember it. 
I do. Um, shout out to Teron McAdams says Steve's the father that stepped up. Indeed. All right. Shout out to uh O T O B O says the Nigerian L is it Igbo man has five wives. Really? He says Regina Daniel is his fifth wife. Also, please stop spoiling our Nigerian name. LOL. Hit me with the Undertaker bell. I'm gonna get my reading down, by the way. So the Nigerian brother got five wives. <laughs> right. Hey, um, would you guys take five wives? This ninja right here got five wives. All right, here he is right here. He got five wives. I don't even know. I wouldn't do five American wives, that's for sure. All right, that, that sounds like a nightmare. But, and people, you've already had five wives, but not at the same time. Zoman says 3.4K watching coach. Sheesh. All right, and if you're new to the show, man, you ain't here with the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 Subscribe new to the channel. Order. And by the way, you're also watching Mr. EWF. And that is every woman's fantasy. That's what you're watching right now. Shout out to the ladies. Meow. Let them know, ladies. Let them know. Coach gang, uh, we call them the Ten Toes Up gang. Ladies of the Ten Toes Up gang, let them know. It's just not men in here. The ladies just watch me and they say nothing. Wouldn't you like to have that type of control over women? I actually can do a show, and women can't even come in here and type fast enough to disagree with me. they like, oh, let me cut. They have nothing to disagree with because I'm the speaker of truth, and I'm every woman's fantasy. I'm the Bruce Wayne of this shit. Yeah, I am. They know. The ladies know. And I'm also see God Allah. All right, anyway, ladies, meow. Ladies, if you're here, I know they're running out of the door. Ladies, before you leave, Minnie Mouse. That's what men want. We want Minnie Mouse. All right. We don't want all this alpha, alpha masculine frame. We want Minnie Mouse. Always show me your best Minnie Mouse. Hi. How you doing, baby girl? She'd be like, mm, I'm doing great. Like Minnie Mouse never talks. She just barely talks. Mm, oh, thank you. Please. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Come on, Minnie Mouse. All right. Soon as you be like, I had this wonderful idea. Oh, really? I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. I'd be like, share it with somebody else. Bounce it off like 10 other people before you bring it to me. All right. Anyway, shout out to the ladies. I love you, though. Hey, I actually love women out here, too. Women are my favorite. I mean, like Steve Harvey says. As a matter of fact, let me share three wonderful things. Because I know ladies been taking a beating. Ladies been taking a beating out here, right, in this show. I know you've been watching me for the first time. Like, this guy's bitter and hurt. But I want to tell you and share my three favorite things about ladies. All right. And just so you guys will leave the show, I'm just going to butter you up for a minute. No, I'm not simping. Three wonderful things that I love about American women. Here's the deal. The first thing that I love about them is that And as long as you stay that, I can keep it all good. All right. The second wonderful thing that I love about them. And some, you know what I'm talking about. Listen, listen. And the third thing, the third thing, and this is the most important thing, is that. And I can keep it going if you want me to, ladies. I have 10 things, but I don't think you want to hear all of it. Let's continue with these super chats. 
All right, let's continue with these super chats here. Shout out to Tariq Ali. Just rejoined the Money Mindset Group Free Agent Lifestyle for Life. Thank you, Coach. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to you. Hold on for a second. You said, oh, wait a minute. Is my mic muted? You said my mic is muted? Hold on for a second. Let me go. Let me come back. Is my mic muted? Y'all can hear me? You said the audio? The audio went out? Hold on. Can you hear me now? You can hear me? Hold on for a second. What part did you miss? No sound. Where? What part? What part? What part did you, where, where did the sound cut off? Trying to figure out. You said no sound. Did, what, what, did you hear the last super chat? You heard that, right? Oh, okay. You heard, oh, you heard me? Okay. Somebody said, why y'all trolling me, man? Stop trolling me. You're interrupting the show. You're interrupting the show. The mic is good now? Okay, all right. I'll keep it. I don't know what you missed, but, you know, I'm a passionate speaker. I don't know what happened. Let me check my, let me check my settings real quick. Looks like we're good. All systems go. I don't know what. You heard perfectly? Okay. Yeah, okay. Some, y'all need to stop trolling me in here. Stop interrupting my show. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Tariq Ali showing, joining the Money Mindset Group. Join the Money Mindset Group. Join the Money Mindset Group. Uh, what are we out here? <laughs> Delta Fox says a female exec at my company has gone MIA. She took a day off and has been gone for two weeks. She reports to the VP She's going to get fired the moment she comes back. She's an alcoholic who's got a, who, who has gotten drunk on the, at company events. Oh, no. Gone. Gone. Man. And how does she give up all that job out here? Alcohol is real out here. Alcoholism is real. All right. Alcoholism is real. Okay. What do we got here? Derek Choice says, I honestly wouldn't expect him to say any different. Steve's audience is 90% women. Who else is watching these goofy game shows? Facts. So he's got to do what he needs to do. He's, somebody said something didn't come through. All right. I don't know what happened. here. All right. Yeah. He's listen, his audience. It's like, if I came on here, my audience is 90% men. If I came on here and it was like, y'all need to pedestalize these women. All right. Joe K says he, Hey coach, doom and gloom intro is fire. Thought it was drizzy. Um, for a second here, he says favorite coachism. He says, everything you give her is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. Definitely the best education on YouTube. Keep saving lives, indeed. And if you never heard that before, if you're new here, everything a man gives woman is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. This is an unquestionable truth. Everything men give to women is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. Even her body is a loan on you. So everything, even, even her body is on loan to you. Thus, if you stop doing right, she takes, that's the first thing she takes from you. All right, you can't get access to this. Then she wasn't yours, it was just your turn. Then she'll go ahead and give that body to somebody else. All right, what's going on with my, my thing here? All right, so everything you give her is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. And um, um, even the kids are alone. Even the kids are alone in America. She basically will take the kids if you don't cooperate. You didn't pay child support, you can't have your kids, right? If you don't act right, she, you can't have the kids. They're, she loaning them to you in America. Um, even if she gives you something, she gives you something. Like she gives you a PlayStation 5. That's a loaner, PlayStation 5. That means she's buying you. She's buying. She at least can keep you in front of that PlayStation. Now, as opposed to messing with other hoes. Now, if you don't act right, 
guess what she does first? She takes that away. I'm taking that PlayStation away. She not only does that, she reminds you that she bought it. Remember them three pair of jeans and them two pair of shoes and them PlayStations? Remember all I did for you? That's a loan, Ninja. She's loaning them you to you with conditions. Okay. Um, whatever you bought in the marriage is a loan, right? She that's the first thing she goes. Well, we bought this furniture and I put this on my credit card. She'll come in there with receipts. She like receipt, 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 receipt. And then you come in there and say, I bought stuff too. And they'd be like, okay, what did you buy? Well, I bought, and they like, do you have receipts? You'd be like, nope. Well, they don't count. She got a whole stack of receipts. Your girl right now got a stack of receipts of everything she bought with dates. She got it printed on there. She got it like a whole damn um, trip report, <laughs> right? It's all alone. It, it, she never gives you anything. It's all based on the condition. Now you give her an engagement ring. She'll keep the damn thing. Right. If you break, she'll cheat on you and keep the ring. She won't give the goddamn thing back. It's a gift. Well, you gave it to me. You're like, yeah, I gave it to you on conditions. Well, <laughs> so remember, right. And she got screenshots of your conversation, meaning that she's preparing for when she needs it or if she needs it, but more like when she screenshotted conversations, she's pillow talked you and filed all of that information in her head in case she needs to use it and pull your file. Come on, man. Every it's alone, ninja. By the way, whether you're, you know, the, the, the old adage of if it flies, floats, or fornicates, always lease. We're leasing women, whether you lease them up front or lease them in the back end, they all for lease. It is how it works. This is a lease. It's everything's alone, ninja. How, how long is this loan? <laughs> and if I'm wrong, Please tell me. If I'm wrong, please tell me. All right, come on, man. Don't mess with me. I'm the speaker of truth here. Never tell your your girlfriend or wife any secrets. That's just called leverage to her. She's going to use them secrets against you. Okay, come on. No, 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 no. Am I wrong, though? Am I wrong? Somebody, people, somebody said, I know you're not talking to me saying this is toxic behavior, but no, this is what they do. This is not a secret. I'm just here to be able to express it so you understand it. Everything you give them is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. <laughs> Everything she gives you is a loan. She's loaning it to you. What are we got here? Round 310. Nah, coach, not my girl. She loves me for me. Jay Flo says, I got numbers from married women when I was a nightclub security back in the day. He says, you can't trust a main coach gang for life. Indeed. JC says, but coach, I will love a woman. I will love a woman or, or women. I will love a woman. I messed up. I messed your joke up. But coach, I will love a woman. I will love a woman. Kettle Black says, as a Southern Ninja, I have some words for you, coach. Abba, dabba, 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 watch yourself. I can't go to the South. I cannot no longer go to Lagos. Midwest Finder says Steve makes it hard for me to watch the Steve Harvey show nowadays, seeing him simp for Regina Greer for six seasons. Yes, but he was doing it the right way. You know, it's the right way. Let's get the cash app. We're going to get all of these. No, 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 no four hour stream. I'm actually ended early. Shout out to Curtis Blow in the building. And that's a co-sponsorship, ladies and gentlemen. I'm delivered. 
Juco says, coach, projecting like a mother sucker. Not sure where that was, and it's out of context. But um, listen, what we all go through is the same. Hey, one thing we've realized, have we realized this in the last 10 years? This is one of the reasons why we weren't able to say all of these things that we say today. Have you realized that since men have been talking on YouTube, primarily YouTube, since men have been talking, have you noticed how similar our stories have been? I'm going to just come that because a lot of people say I'm projecting and it's me. It's not, it's, it's only you, not my girl. Have you noticed the last 10 years? Now, let me just frame it because I'm old enough. Prior to 10 years ago, men could not say any of these things that we're saying. This is why this space is so polarizing. This is why some men come in and they're enlightened. This is why some men come in and they're uncomfortable. They're like, I can't hear this. Why can't they hear it? Because they're uncomfortable with it. They're like, oh, shit. He talking about me. I'm convicted. This is why women are like, we need to put a stop to this shit. Because they're sharing secrets. Previous to this, previous to 2013, we could not say what we were saying because most men wouldn't acknowledge it. They would just be in the matrix, right? That they were going through this because men were considered weak for fumbling relationships. It was always our fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. Yep. It's always Jermaine's Not only fault. that, women would say, no, that's not true. And that would be the end of it. <laughs> what are you talking about? It must be the girls you're meeting. Where are you meeting these girls at? This is so not true. Oh, my God. Misogyny. You talking about your mama. You remember your mama black. That used to stop dudes right in their tracks. Because guys didn't have options. We had, we had scarcity mindset. We thought we were never going to get a woman again. We were like, oh God. If we keep talking like this, we never get another woman. Now we know that's not true. Women are celibates and a man will buy a bit. I mean, if at the end of the day, if I got to buy a bit from a celibate, it is what it is. We can still get some out here. In fact, the more raunchier and crazier you are, the more you're getting. The more truthful you are, the more you'll get. <laughs> right? So here's the thing. Now that men have started talking, men have noticed, you know what? How many men have experienced this? How many men have experienced this? When I'm telling a story, you basically like, that's exactly what happened to me. You looking around like, this ninja know me? Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Everything I say step by step, you went through the exact same thing. And you're going like, wait a minute. <laughs> you're like, yo. Now, the reason why you've gone through the exact same thing and the reason why we couldn't share these secrets amongst each other is because they've been running the same playbook against our dumb ass for the last 2,000 years. <laughs> We just couldn't tell each other, Ninja. We just couldn't say it. We just couldn't be like, hey, man, is your girl acting up? We couldn't say nothing. We had to sit here and be like, okay, maybe it's me. And then she comes in there, it is you. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> and it was like, okay, what do I need to do? All right, she telling me this. But in the next house, same thing. The next house, same thing. However, guess who was able to talk? The ladies, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom and powder our nose. We're going to go for a walk. 
And they be out there telling each other, girl, don't make sure these ninjas don't do that, girl. Make sure you don't do that, girl. Next time he do this, they even get the young girls. They even get the young girls. They pull her over, girl. Don't let these old ashy-ass knee ninjas. Big Mama get together. Y'all out there barbecue, playing lawn darts and dominoes. They in the kitchen. Big Mama just stirring the pot, girl. Now when these ashy-ass knee ninjas come in here, telling the girls, you young girls, Make sure you young girls, make sure you do. You can get him for that child support. You put his ass on paper and take him down to the government. And if his ass start acting up, they just giving you, they just giving the girls game. Now let, now let, now let, now let the family have a party. Let all the men go to the man cave in the garage. Let all the men get together. All right, ladies, we're going to go in the man cave in the garage where it's dark and dank. And, and it smells like, you know, uh, uh, it, it smells like, uh, <laughs> it smells like, uh, it smells all moist. It's all humid in there. We're going to be in there sweating, but we're going to be in there playing pool, having a beer, laughing. We in there for 10 minutes. We all in there in 10 minutes. The men are in the barbecue. The men are in the, the men are in the man cave. Guess who comes in? What are you guys doing out here? Slapping mosquitoes off our arm. We just talking. What you talking about? Then they sit down all up in our shit. Wait, the men are congregating together. They're going to start telling us. They're going to start telling on us. They they sit down here. We want to come in here too. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We didn't come in there and invade your space and bust up the conversation. But the minute we came and congregated, they want to come in there. We can drink beer, too. We can come to your golf club, too. We can come to your football game, too. We can come to your track meet, too. We can come to your race car event, too. We can be where you at, too. They got to be in there to make sure we ain't in there telling on telling on them. <laughs> we want to be where you at. We want to be in your weight room. We want to be in your squat rack. We want to be where you at. <laughs> he said they're like, what the fuck? So we ain't in there. Telling the secrets. When you realize this, when you realize this, you realize what the game is. And again, this ain't about us hating them. This is about realizing how they control the narrative. We like football too. I like the 49ers too. And you're just like, you ain't like no damn 49ers. They be at the snack bar. They be at the snack bar the whole damn game. Four quarters, every quarter, she going getting beer and nachos and snacks. You down five hundred dollars, <laughs> and she like she like football. She didn't miss two and a half quarters out of four. Let me get in here. Yep, they want to go to the barbershop. We can come in the barbershop. They bring a nappy headed ass, crumb snatching ass, snotty nose ass kid in there to get a haircut. He need to be around a real man. Well, send him to his father then, instead of collecting child support. You don't need him to be in the barbecue ch- in the barbershop barbecue. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> It's barbecue. Hey man, this is all said with love. This is all said with love, but it is 100% true. You cannot deny me. All right, shout out to Anthony. Says up $80,000 a year since my ex wife left. In fact, that's how it works. Guys, you will not become, especially if you're a younger male, this whole idea of building together, it doesn't apply anymore. Okay. Younger women, I, I sympathize for younger women, meaning that. They just mature too fast and they want to be grown so early in life that their natural match is in a man their age because you don't have shit. 
They're like, take me out to a nice restaurant. I mean, a $200 date for a young guy is a pocket buster. And that's like 90% of men. They don't understand this. They think money grow on trees, right? They think you should be making $50,000 a year. But in fact, a man that is 25 ain't even close to $50,000 a year. And that's general. Like that's like 90% of men that age ain't making that, right? They think you should. Well, what's wrong with you? The, the, the problem is where they are in life and what their needs are, men their age don't have it. And the constant frustration is they're trying to make this shit work and they don't have no sense of reality. That's all. And then when I come along and I come over here and I can drop 200 like that and have her toes pointed to the ceiling, squeezing her lungs, you wonder what happened. <laughs> right? Them young girls don't want you. Oh, really? Well, it sounds like this month, and she was in a bind. I'm in a bind name. And I was there to fix this her bind. $200 right out the door. I made it back in interest. <laughs> With interest. I made it back before she left. All right, where are we at here? J. Cool says 10 years. Is that all? He says, I'm in five years in and already way ahead when I am 61. Just imagine where I will be then, indeed. Now, some, some men take 20 years. Uh, the typical African-American male, typical, it's going to take the African-American man about 20 years to, to build his life, all right? And I can tell you why. Yes, four-hour show incoming. The typical African-American male needs 20 years to build himself. Ladies, black women, listen up. I'm going to hit you with the truth. The typical African-American male needs 20 years to build himself. Now, this is the, the outliers are going to prove the rule. The typical male needs 10 years. The typical African-American male needs 20. The typical African-American male has to overcome possibly a divorce or a being raised by a mother. He's already in a deficit. He's already in the damn hole. If this ninja didn't go to jail, which is going to be, or have a, um, have a record, even a probation, like that's, that's already eight years of overcoming. He's got a five years of overcome being a single mother raised son husband. And if he doesn't snap out of it, that's another five years. Then if he's ever had probation, jail, uh, uh, light sentence, juvenile hall, um, you know, some little, the little, uh, the, the roughneck school over there, if he didn't join the gang, he already 13 years behind. 13. 13 years. I mean, if he avoided even some of those, he actually has, he can lower the years. But if he's had any of those things, if he was 25 and he still was trying to make the NBA, but he didn't even go to junior college. If he didn't try to be a rapper for the last decade, like <laughs> now, if he actually became a baby daddy, if he became a baby daddy and he'd been put on child support add five, 10 years, if he got married and divorced add another five or 10 years. <laughs> now put that on top of the institutional racism. <laughs> right so 20 years 20 years he gotta make up he he finally smelling himself at 50 at 50 you ever seen them ninjas michael jordan ninjas with the big baggy ass jeans and the the dress shoes and he had a big ass oversight let me pull it up let me see here i'm gonna show you what they look like at 50 after they get off child support from their second baby mama Let's see if I can pull it up here. All right. Uh, let me see. Because you all seen them. This how they be looking. This how they be looking after they, after they finally 
feeling themselves at 50. Ninjas be looking like this, right? With the tucked in dress shirt and the baggy jeans with the dress shoes and shit. He'd be like, man, I finally got some money. <laughs> this ninja finally feeling himself. He like, man, I'm out here. Look, he out here looking like, wait, come on, man. Give me the, give me the picture. He out here looking like this with denim from head to toe ninja right here. He, and he got a Corvette. He got a, like a, he got a, like a Chevy. Uh, he got a Ford Explorer XLT <laughs> leather seats and shit. He finally can make a car payment. <laughs> He ain't worried about going to jail no more for failure to pay child support. All right. He's standing there like, I'm big daddy. I'm big daddy right here. There he is right there. He's like this. Get him, daddy. That's the, that's the black man's outfit after he make it at 50. All right. With his phone clipped to his hip. <laughs> with his phone clip. He finally done made it. 50. He done made it at 50, man. He like, shit, you can't tell me nothing. Dude, 20 years ago, like you done missed, you behind 20 years, white folks, white men done recovered by then. All right, he finally going to the club and he can pay for a section. <laughs> he can pay for a section. Did he show up to the section? Now, where these young girls at? I got these young girls out here. He like, yeah. Get him, daddy. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Tell me, tell me, tell me where the junior college at. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> All right. Kaylin, what do we got? Ladies, oh, okay, ladies, if you wanted to get revenge on your husbands for cheating on you and making you give him sex and making you give him sex and being a Rolling Stone, remember marriage is till death do you part. Watch the clip of the 55 or 54 married couple in which the wife is telling her husband off, you don't need to cheat or divorce him. Okay. He finally got a job. Yep, he finally got a job. He done moved up. All right, anyway. He can finally catch himself a job. Emmanuel says, hey, coach, looking at people's reaction to Steve's marital situation, would you say that the work of brave men like you have impacted society's views of relationship dynamics? Yeah, the sad part is, again, I was talking about this. People act like they don't know me, but they know me. And they know the message that we're all speaking here in this space. And it has impacted men's belief in the marital system. Now, that's all we've been trying to do. I've never really said don't get married. I told men don't get married at a certain time until you built yourself. Then if you read my book, it actually tells you what my belief in marriage is, right? It never says don't get married, all right? But it says at this particular time, it's probably not beneficial to you. Elvis says, what's up, coach? I think when men congregate for something and women barge in ties together with their insecurities of being ignored by men, I think inherently men find other men more interesting than even the baddest woman, and that bothers them. Thoughts, I agree. I've been one to say that men and women are naturally not compatible. This is just an opinion of mine. Men and women are naturally not compatible. Most of the compatibility that we have is enforced or forced. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have a good time with them, but much of it is forced or enforced, right? Monogamy is forced or enforced, which means there's a penalty if you don't participate, right? Right? Most of our, uh, most of our compatibility is forced, like we force cohabitate, then we force interactions, but we really are talking, we live in two parallel universes, right? Mostly, 
most of what women say doesn't we don't give a shit about. We don't care. We have no interest in it, but we have to fake interest in it. Especially when we want some sex. Like you'll wait, you'll wake up in the morning, go to work, come back to work, mostly to maintain your relationship with the woman. Then she comes in or she was there, then hi, how you doing? And you got to make her feel good all the way up until nine o'clock. Cause if you piss her off before nine o'clock, you ain't going to get no booty tonight. Just so happens if you piss her off or she knows she doesn't want to give you any sex, she'll act pissed off. Well, you said this, it was the way you said it, not what you said. Now you ain't getting no sex. So all of that is a force interaction. It's a force interest in each other. We're really not interested in each other. And as a matter of fact, most women don't give a shit what men are doing, except when men are enjoying it. Now, then they ma- they're like, oh, wait, men are enjoying what they're doing. I want to be a part of that, too. Or I'm going to make I'm going to make I'm going to bust it up. All right. I'm going to make sure he ain't happy even doing that. They want you to only be um, uh, 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 um, available to them. But we're really not interested in anything they're doing. We don't really care. All right. As long as the 10 toes go up. <laughs> right. Right. Get them 10 toes up. That's all I need. All right. You know, anything in between that, we really ain't even interested. Now, there's times where we will have a genuine connection. Oh, man. Uh, listen to this wonderful playlist at this restaurant. You remember this song? Uh, 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 ooh, ooh, baby, baby, making love between the sheets. Oh, oh, baby, ooh. Hey, man, ooh, between the sheets, that's my song. Yeah, that's my song, too. That's it. Mm. <laughs> and it becomes apparent when you're with someone from another culture, another age, another generation, where you can't have that connection. The song's on, you're like, oh, oh, baby, ooh, ooh, baby. And you're looking at the person, it's a white girl, a Mexican. It's a gordita. It's a girl that's 24. You're like, well, I guess I can't talk to her about that. <laughs> right? You know? But I guess we can't connect on that. But what that body language doing? <laughs> so anyway. All right. So those things you can connect with. Those things are common. You have commonality, interest in music and art or sports or anything like that. You can have some common interests. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Tree says, Steve Harvey's act like a lady, think like a man is advice for women who open their legs before vetting men. And then they generally are confused why their baby daddy ain't come to see the baby yet. Shout out to you and you're absolutely right. Because most women who actually identify with that book, they're skeezers. I'm going to just let you know. And I know this because I remember when the book came out, the only women I saw reading it was skeezers. <laughs> All right. I never saw some good natured woman, a godly woman. I never saw no woman that was not out here getting that peace leave thumped. On a routine basis, I never saw no woman that was completely a virgin reading that book. It was normally skeezers. All right, anyway. But you're right, Tree. You're right. It was normally women, baby mama type women. It was normally women that go to the nightclub and was in the backseat of Jeeps. (laughs) It was never Minnie Mouses, right? It was always those type of women. And unfortunately... It, it was more women reading it than weren't reading it, which told us that should have told us something back then. We were like, wait a minute. Why are these women confused? <laughs> right? 
the whole dictionary. Like, you know what I mean? Why these dudes keep skeeting up my guts and then they can't stay? Man. Yeah, they was hopeless from the beginning. He's like, yeah, they was already like 240, all right, out of shape, two baby daddies, and they was cracking the book open. Oh, my God. Look at what he said here. I was like, man, it's too late. It's too late. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Miles says, old head barber got mad at me. When I said his hometown of Gary, Indiana is an abandoned wasteland. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you got to say, hey, listen, I know I talk a little bit harsh. I'm an older guy. Okay, I'm an older guy. I talk harsh, but here's the thing. The reason why I do that is because I need you to understand fast, not slow. I don't need you to read between the lines and beat around the bush. I don't have time for that. I got like three hours to fill. I need you to understand as fast as possible. And the fastest way is to just say it like it need to be said. Now, I know that can be harsh, but I don't have time to filter the information. I filter this enough. And I'm running a one-man band here. Straight talk leads to straight understanding. You understand? All right, yes. I'm an older guy now. Listen. I need you to react fast. I need you to react as fast as possible. I don't need no slow reacting ass people. So when I say something, I need you to respond immediately. I don't need you to think about the response and think about how the response failed to you and then process the response through your filter and then filter the information back to me so you didn't understand it. I need you to understand fast, not pick up slow. (laughs) That's, That's how I do shit. All right, I need you to stop when I say stop. I need you to pivot when I say pivot. All right, I need that ball passed over here. I don't need you to question my decision-making, man. Listen, I'm the coach for a reason. All right. (laughs) It's straight, direct, unfiltered. Now, listen, it ain't no hate. I'm just telling it like it is, and you can ask Giz. Where we at here? All right, come on, man. Y'all need to teach, by the way, you weak-ass parents need to teach your kids this. Midwest Finest, I got you, brother. John Doe says, the stream you did about the three black women caricatures in cinema was very interesting. Is there a BM equivalence, and would you ever do a stream on that? There is certainly a B male equivalence, black male equivalence, yep. Um, The thug, the gangster. The gangster gangster persona of black men has been adopted, has been been, um, given to us, and we bought it hook, line, and sinker. Then the pimp player, that's all a caricature. And these characters have existed for a long time. We adopt these caricatures to fit in. We, we adopt these characters to fit in with low-frequency ninjas. All right, that's what we do. All right, these are all adopted. The player, the mouthpiece, these are all stereotypes and caricatures. I, I hope you know that. And they've existed for a long time. All right, you might as well just call yourself King Donkey Kong. All right, at that point. You're basically a gorilla-ass ninja. All right, I got that mouthpiece. You're a straight-up stereotype. You're a caricature that's existed for a long-ass time as these slave masters wanted to keep you away from their white daughters and reefer madness, why marijuana was made illegal in America, associated with black men giving them to white women. it's, It's very crazy. It's crazy. Right? Anyway, it's crazy. It's been given to us, and we, and we bought it. We bought the boys in the hood and men's society, ninjas doing gangs to get women. Women start dating Tupac ninjas with degree, and we fell for it, and we all wanted to be that ninja, right? We all wanted to be Tupac. Tattoos, I mean, it, it just, just go down the line. 
Let's go down the line. So these are all adaptations. Most black men were neither of these things. But we've accepted it to fit in, right, to low-frequency people. Uh, even the dress code. This is our culture. Okay. <laughs> Y'all don't want to hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. And it just them with the jail trying to uh, portray something that they weren't. Oh, the athlete, too. The athlete. The athlete is another caricature stereotype that ninjas try to fit into. Well, I used to play basketball, and I was going to the NBA, but I blew my knee out, ninjas. All right? I was first team All-American, All-State, All-City. And I used to play. I never ride the bench. Ninjas, they wasn't even on the team. All right, come on, man, stop. You was always good, man. Come on, man. Give me that ball. Come on. These ninjas out here, shoot that brick. All right, brick. All right. This is they pay one minute in high school talking that shit. So anyway. But the meat, you bought into that. Oh, I'm supposed to be good at basketball. Uh, not really. <laughs> not really. There's not that many people that are good at basketball or sports in general. This is why it's a small group. You don't have to act like you can ball. They come out there hacking, fouling, sweating on people. All right, man, take your ass out of here. <laughs> All right. All right, so these are all caricatures. We, we believe that this is how we're supposed to you know, B. Oh, the fighting ass ninja. Nobody in here can whoop my ass. Everybody tough now. Everybody tough. All right. Tough guy. All right. Where, <laughs> all right. All right. Where we at here? My first time, first timer, long timer says Hef Tech says CGA speaking truth. Shared a very painful time in my life with my ex-wife and she threw it back in my face. Later, I was shocked. Divorce was a godsend. Best thing that happened to me, by the way. Yes, guys, never tell. I know people want you to tell women, want you to open up. And ladies, I understand why you want men to open up. The problem is you use it against men 9.5 times out of 10. So it's no point in doing it. Um, men, find someone else to open up to, like a side chick, <laughs> a therapist, not your wife. Um, as I tell men for marriage counseling, the left hand doesn't need to know what the right hand is doing. She doesn't need to know all the details. She doesn't need to know how the cake is baked. All she needs to know is how to eat the cake, right? Eat the cake. Yeah, but how did you bake? Eat the cake. That's it. Mm. Yeah, but I want to know how many eggs. You want the cake? You don't want the cake? Okay. And I, once I live, start living that, that's how I live, all right? Be mysterious. They don't need to know all the details. And some of you guys... You meet women, first damn thing you do is start running your mouth. Well, I was elected class president, and I got a scholarship when I was 16. What I did was, and then when I was 18, first day, this woman don't even know you from Adam, and you rolling out your resume. And then when I was 19, and then I was 36, Ninja, who gives a shit? Just look at her and be like, eat the cake. Eat the cake. Yeah, but tell me what you were really feeling when you made the cake. Just eat the cake. Did you want some cake or not? <laughs> right. You don't have to the left hand don't need to know what the right hand doing. All right, at all. <laughs> Somebody says do a VIP stream. Do I'm gonna do the there's gonna be a point where I'm gonna do that, right? Thinking about it. I won't tell you all my plans. But be Bruce Wayne. All right, be mysterious. Don't don't give her all the details. In fact, the more details you give her, the more dried up her peace leave gets. She's gonna dry up like the Sahara Desert. Why are you giving her details? All right, so anyway. <laughs> All right. 
I tell them as little as possible. As a matter of fact, most women that I interact with, they don't even know I'm Coach Greg Adams. They have no clue, right? And they will be up under, they will be in my bed multiple times. And they still don't know. I don't be in here. Well, I got a YouTube channel with 5,011 followers and I got 3.5 thousand people in my live stream. I never even tell them that. They don't need to know shit. You see, this is all what you need to see. This is what you see. You see the house. You see the car. You see the clothes. You see the what? That's all you need to see. That's all you need to know. And you barely need to know all of that. All right. Anyway. I want to tell her how good of a person I is. She don't care. She don't care. And if she does care, it's a red flag. Ladies, listen up. The bad guy says this took me 25 years, but now I have a successful defense contracting firm. No wife, no kids. Had to leave the community. If you're new here, leave the community. All right. Locals live on Sunday mornings. There'll probably be more. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Jabari. He says, why were blacks the most married back in the day? Well, that's because they didn't have social programming. Right. They didn't have television. They didn't have um, uh, agendas. They didn't have agendas infiltrating the weakest link, the weakest mentally link. They didn't have strong and independent. They didn't have a sense of I could do all bad by myself. And another reason why is the West, the Western, the, the United States was pr pretty underdeveloped going into the 1900s. It was still underdeveloped. So a lot of dudes didn't, wasn't thinking about having no family. All right. A lot of dudes were trying to get out to the West and panning for gold and fighting Indians and ninjas and ninjas fighting white folk. Ninjas trying to stay alive back in the day. Oh, by the way, marriage was not institutional until the 19, when did Woodrow Wilson, 1930s, marriage was in an institute. It was a religious, it was religious. The state was not sponsoring marriage, right? So that's another reason why most people didn't get married. If they did get married, they were married under God. They were married under their church. A lot of immigrants brought in marriage and religion. Like the West was barbarians ninja up until like 1920. The West, the Western, the United States was the barbarians. Immigrants brought in religion, more religion. They brought in more families. They brought in more people. They, they actually got the institution of marriage, marriage going. But most marriage was under God only. It wasn't no state-sponsored shit. So most people weren't on record married. They were just married in their neighborhood. Right? Woodrow Wilson, 1919. Yeah, see, a lot of bullshit happened in there. Yeah, you didn't need no marriage license back then. You didn't have mad admin and ad agencies telling women diamond are a girl's best friend. You didn't even have wedding rings like that. You didn't really have engagement rings like that. Marriage was a ceremony, and it was a commitment between two people. Now it's state-sponsored. Now you got to get a certificate. Now you got to be on record. Now you got to be. So this is possibly why blacks tend to be more married, and they possibly needed marriage more as well. Um. You know, there's a lot to go into it. I wish somebody would do an entire documentary on the shit, right? Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, shotgun weddings and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Hatfield and McCoy ass wedding ass ninjas. All right. Um, and, and if you think about P. 
people coming out to the West, going through, uh, you know, um, you know, obviously, you know, all races of people had a influence, um, a migration out to the West and the Northeast and all of these places here. But a lot of people were looking for a means to survive. They were, they were panning for silver. The gold rush was the 1840s. Um, you had mining. You had people that was just going out working and you had the whorehouse, <laughs> right? So back in the day, men would go out to work, come back. They would go out and lay railroad tracks and shit like this, work in a mine, develop the nation, you know, whatever you want to do. Ninjas wasn't going to work, plugging in and clocking in, clocking out, going back to their family. They was going out like, okay, I need to eat. I got to kill something. I need to eat. I mean, there was way more complicated. Yeah, mostly Asians, a lot of low, low, uneducated whites, ninjas building shit, Mexicans. But no, white in Wyoming, you know, Wyoming, a lot of those people that live in like Wyoming and Idaho and shit, they were there during the railroad. Like that's how their family got there. They were either mining, miners or railroaders. Mexicans too, Asians too. Asians got the hell up out of there though after a while. <laughs> but if you, if you, yeah, Ch- Chinese, if you actually saw, have you ever lived in a mining town? It makes, it'll make things make sense. Like live near a mining town. And these mining towns were probably discovered around that 1820 to 1850, 1870. And look at the town. It's organized around miners and mining. The streets often might be named after mines or minerals or shit like this, right? So when you think about that, that was the that was the that was the industry, like a hospital, a university, that was the industry. Some of these people had family, some didn't. And the the ones that didn't went to the whorehouse afterwards. <laughs> they went to the whole house. They worked in the field. They came back ball sweating. They played some poker. They had a drink at the bar. Then they had a girl up there. They had girls at the top fanning their peace leaves, standing up there. And they were like, oh, man, it was a rough day at work. And the madam came down. You want one of the girls? <laughs> they look up there. They spent a nickel. They spent their last nickel on they, on they whiskey. Shit. All right, I guess I got another nickel. The mayor, the senator, the governor, the police, the sheriff. Everybody was at the whole house. Mm. <laughs> it was out there. Then they got they moonshine that hit them just right. The sheriff up, the sheriff up there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, look. What a world, man. Now that wasn't everywhere, but <laughs> they up there sitting up there like looking up, like Trying. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Instagram, the new brothel. That's basically what we're doing now. Yeah, the snake oil salesman come in. Hey, I have this elixir. What does it do? It'll grow your hair on your head. Oh, okay, give me some. <laughs> Where are we at here? Um. Anyway, 
Did I get Terrence? He says, uh, she said, trust me. He means nothing. Okay, let me go back. He says, uh, Terrence says, you read me like a book. She deleted the text and said, trust me. He means nothing. No, we don't, we don't participate in that activity. That's not, that's definitely not how we do it. Right. Ladies, we don't trust you up front. Trust is earned. All right. We got last couple guys here. Uh, let's see here. The undertaker was waiting for you to get clapped. All right. Shout out to our brother here. Uh, D O says, sorry for the long PayPal. Couldn't be avoided in coaching calls. Not available. I care about your input and that I do. You have, wait, I care for your input. Then I do have you reading out loud. All right. Shout out to you. Let me see if I could get that. All right. There were some long ones. Look, look, I'm a little bit fatigued. I'm hungry. I haven't eat breakfast yet. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back tonight. I'm going to come back tonight. Let me check the, let me check the Venmo. And I might get to those longer ones. Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach? Show us again that ninja that uh, be off on the weed. All right. So some you, I think you want me to show you the guy that's blowing the weed in the um, the weed in the uh, right here. Is this the one? I think you're talking about this guy right here. I'm not sure. There they go right there. Chief Keith in them. All right. Chief Keith. All right. Shout out to Chief Keith. He like, yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, word him up, bruh. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Hit me, hit the like button. Hit the like button on the way out. I'm leaving 2,700 people. Up, it's almost 300. 3, 000, I'm leaving 3,000 people on edge right now. This is despicable. You're ready for more. Well, if you're ready for more, I'm going to hop on kick in about 30 minutes. Hop over on kick. The link is in the description box. I'll hop over there for an hour. I think I got some time. And then we'll be back this evening. Subscribe to the channel. You here with the realest of the real. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out. Peace.